0: Psalms talk about John 316. Austin 316 says, I just whipped your ass. Wait! <laughs> Paul's the moat Divers!
1: <laughs> I am Broken Mad Hardy, and I would like to inform all of you out there in the moat Divers about one of the most wonderful podcasts in existence. Yes. It is called The Go Home Show, and it is hosted by Jordan and Nick, and they are both true subscribers to my broken brilliant, yes. They talk about wrestling. They cover everything in the Wrestling divers Make sure to check them out, the Go Home Show, as you will find it absolutely stupid. Yeah. And we're back with another episode of the Go Home Show with your boy Jordan here at my homie Nick. It's been a, a long week of wrestling for me, man. But besides that, it's been chilling. How you been?
0: I'm good, bro. The edge to your Christian. I'm here. Oh. I'm
1: doing it, we're live, pal. You think you know me? You think you know me? You
0: think you know me? <laughs> <laughs> and
1: there's like, oh shit! Like, I'm saying, I am What was the? Sir. What was his other song? Or start talk the That's like when they were the tag team. And it was, oh, okay, and, and, and it just kept repeating, you think you know me, you think you know me, you think you know me, over and right, over. Right.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I, th- th- I forgot there was, a, I'm, in my head, I'm thinking there was another like, On stage, I see clearly. Was I don't there know another, that, like, What Rocky
1: one? I don't think so, now yeah. that I can remember off the top of my head.
0: Damn, alright, I'm, I'm mixing
1: them up. <laughs> anyway. But yeah, man, we're back, it's been a long week of wrestling, there was so much going on, uh, But before we get into the in-ring stuff, there was some big news. Uh, John Moxley. (laughs) Gian. (laughs) He made his return to New Japan Pro Wrestling. On Friday night, he showed up at the uh, New Japan Strong Show, which is like the New uh, Japan-US thing that they've been taping. And he confronted Kenta. He destroyed LP with the belt. Dropped Kenta with the paradigm shift or a death rider because it's New Japan. It's a death rider in New Japan. But, man, he's back and they have... Officially announced the title match, the IWGP US Heavyweight Title match between Kenta and John Moxley, February 26th, and I'm excited. I've been talking about Fuck this match yeah. for a, <laughs> over a year.
0: <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say this is, might be the biggest buildup we've had in a while.
1: Yeah, literally a year in the making because it was Whew. last rest, or like around the time of last Wrestle Kingdom when everything happened. So that's. Eh. I'm really excited for that match, and I think it's going to be a banger. There's no way it's not.
0: No, yeah. no, there's no way. You know, Mox, I feel like it's been so long, he's got to, like, show up for sure.
1: He's going to for sure, and Kensa does it. Kensa, yeah. Right? Kensa's <laughs> Kensa, exactly. But that's not the only New Japan news, because eh, everybody got worked. I, di- I didn't really believe him from the start, but the Switchblade JY reappeared on last night's uh, Road 2 new beginning show and he attacked tomohiro ishi the stone pitbull Damn. He, he, he dropped him with the death or uh switch what's it called blade runner that's his finish blade runner, yep. <laughs> and he says i'm not going nowhere this is still my era and he i love the way they did this because like he kind of worked in the old bullet club members leaving for wwe around the, the royal rumble so they kind of like he wanted to start the rumors on the dirt sheet like oh blah blah, blah. jay white's gonna be in the royal rumble everything and
0: Oh, I see.
1: The same night as the World Rumble. After the World Rumble, he comes back, drops Ishii, he says, I'm not going nowhere.
0: Hell yes. They wouldn't know what to do with Jay White, bro. He's got to stay.
1: They would not. He's probably the best, like, <laughs> top three heels in wrestling right now. That dude's character work is insane.
0: Yeah, he's great. He's from uh, where? New Zealand? New Zealand, yeah. Yeah. So many good wrestlers come out of New Zealand.
1: Yeah, for real. It's a, it's a, hot, a hot spot for wrestling for sure but uh, speaking of a hot spot of wrestling man this weekend GCW's Fight Forever from an undisclosed location I'm not going to I'm not going to uh, blow up their spot here parts <laughs> unknown that parts are unknown and the <laughs> <laughs> but those parts are known to Will Smith and the 76ers and uh the flyers and but that's all i want to say about that <laughs> uh, <and Gritty. laughs> exactly it's around those parts but I, i'm not gonna blow up his spot but man they 24 hours straight of pro wrestling and it was wild man it was wild during the first show so i'm gonna basically just run down my few favorite blocks i watched most of it i watched like i'd say 19 to 20 hours of it <laughs> which, oh,
0: shit you did a double a work shift basically
1: yeah I, I had nothing else to do i was just had my house headed on the tv fell asleep with it on woke up and it was still lost so i was like all right there you go nice <laughs> but man i'm gonna start off with the first show of the first block it wasn't really shows it was like two hour blocks hour blocks so like it was separated that was the way it was separated but the first two hour block was gcw's the wind of god was the name of the show which opened up with the Blackheart leo rush taking on the all heart Blake Christian in a two out of three falls match. It was basically like a three stages of hell. It's like the first match was a pin fall, I believe. And the second fall was a door match. And, oh, then the, okay. and then the third fall, you can only win if by putting your opponent into a casket. Damn. And this was, they went all out here, man. It was a banger, but the black heart ended up picking up the victory. Leo rush. This is the only time he's ever beat Blake Christian out of their four, three or four matches.
0: Hmm. Yeah, what's what's the blackheart gimmick? Is that just like he's he's like demon prince type of
1: yeah? Thing? That, okay. That he goes to a dark place and he, he brings out it brings out a when he's in like an uh, intense feud that kind of brings out a different side of him.
0: Dope, dope. He was a uh, side note, he was on the challenge show on MTV yeah. and I think we talked about that. But uh he left the show for like he tapped out, I don't know, probably halfway through.
1: Yeah, like I know. The I most, saw that. The last
0: episode, he left because of, because um, I think at the time he had a kid on the way, and he was just like going through it mentally. So he said, "Nah, I'm gonna go home." So
1: hey, respect to Leo Rush taking care of himself first.
0: Hundred percent. Yeah, I ain't yeah, it's not worth killing yourself over or anything like that. So
1: yeah, absolutely. Shout out to Leo, man. But he technically did kill Blake Christian. Now you put him in the coffin. Oh shit. <laughs> <All> R.I.P. <right. laughs> <laughs> But uh, the next match that I that really stuck out to me was Myron Reed versus is Lee. Braden Lee is somebody I was not familiar with. Uh, he is like he, his gear is very like 90s it's fluorescent colors and he comes out it's just not a guy you expect to be too impressive. he kind of looks he looks kind of looks like by, a by the numbers guy but he's he's in like great shape not don't get me wrong but he's not somebody where you seem to like, oh, go that's gonna be somebody who's gonna really impress me but this dude was going crazy. He kept up with Myron Reed. 100% and he left me very impressed and there was we'll talk about more, him more across the, the other uh, cards but man he really impressed me here but Myron Reed and ended up picking up the win there but man Braden Lee is somebody I think within the next year or so you should uh, keep your eye out for because I think he's gonna be one of the, the next uh breakout indie guys for sure
0: was he on an episode of dark or anything like that I feel like I've heard that name
1: I don't think so Braden Lee is I this is the first time I've I've had seen him so I'm not mm. sure but I was really impressed by that. And then another guy who has been impressing me for a while, man, Treehouse the, Lee, the iciest man on the indies right now. This dude's insane. Comes out the Playboy Cardi. Don't oh, talk nice. to me. <laughs> <laughs> and he took on the bad boy Joey Janelle, and it was a, also a very fun match. And there's this one part where Treehouse does this insane, like, to whirl. I don't even know how to describe it. It's like a 360 elbow. Okay. But like instead of like a, th- uh, like a front flip it's just like a sidewinder, and he goes to okay. the elbow drop it's insane Ooh, nice but janela caught him out of that in a in a cutter it was sick no, that's dope. <laughs> it was sick and Janella ended up getting the win there and i thought that was a, a really fun way to end that card but whew, the next show you already know this is a, it's the first day of black history month and what a better time for me to talk about for the culture one and a half so this opened up with not opened up, but the first match that really stuck out to me was uh Calvin Tagwin, this man who we both have been big fans of from the first time we saw him in Indianapolis.
0: Yeah,
1: <laughs> he took on a uh, Pretty Boy Smooth, and this they they're two big dudes and they beat the Very, hell out yeah. of each other.
0: <laughs> I I didn't know uh, Pretty Boy Smooth was as big as he was. I don't know just in the promo pictures I've seen of him, he yeah. didn't seem that big, but yeah.
1: Big boy, big boy, yeah, big, <laughs> That's a big boy. And they were laying it into each other, but uh, Tankman ended up winning with the indestructible driver, which is like a, nice. oh, you know, call, call like kind of his uh, variation of the gonto bomb, I guess you could say. Okay. But that, that was awesome. And then a, a team that I had never heard of before was in the next match that really stuck out to me: the rep, which is a uh, Nate Carter and Dave McCall. I oh never yeah, they're heard good.
0: At, I've seen them. They were in uh, CZW.
1: Yeah, they were, That was. In their a little hype package, they showed them with SCCW. i never heard of them before, but they really impressed me here. They took on uh, the team of Thick and Juicy, which is uh, a <laughs> fed to them, I'm guessing nope, it's uh, oh. a Faye, Faye Jackson and Willow Nightingale.
0: oh okay. two
1: two women who I will be talking about more later on in the show. But this was a really fun match. It's kind of like there's bits of comedy in there because Faye Jackson's a character for sure, she's hilarious. <laughs> But they were they were going, man. They were laying it into each other, and uh, the rep ended up picking up the win. But it was a really fun match. And oh, sp- yeah. speaking of a fun match, man, the motherfucking truth. What? AJ Gray taking on the Hoodfoot Mo Atlas Chicago Hardcore. No. Oh. Uh, the Hoodfoot came out with the, yeah, uh, uh, down to his ankles do rag. Damn. <laughs> It's like a do-rag robe, it's sick.
0: <laughs> a two-rag robe. I love that. It
1: rules. But this this is it was a banger, man. They beat the hell out of each other. This was like a King's Road match, man. They were throwing layers, dropping each other on their head. And whew, it was a banger. But AJ Gray ended up picking up the win, of course. This the, the new king of indie wrestling. Nice. He's a dirty motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> And he's
0: got shirts with dick
1: blood on it for some reason. <laughs> he, he has that tattoo on him. <laughs> oh, does he really? Yeah, th- that shirt came from that tattoo that he had before the shirt. <laughs> oh,
0: I love it.
1: Shout out to AJ. That's the homie. Shout out to him and J-Rose for putting this show on. It's for the culture. It's so awesome. I can't wait for for the culture too. I will be there no matter what. That's not a show I'm missing. But that was not the main event. The main event saw <laughs> all cap when you say the man's name. Tiger style lee moriarty taking on cash flow ken broadway whose rules, man he's dude ken broadway's a star he uh he wasn't really wrestling too much because of the pandemic but he started doing working again i think his show back was a gcw show a month or two ago but he was all over this this uh 24 hours but he really impressed me here he's a uh, trained at house of glory which is where uh proud and powerful came from and i think he used to team with um matt travis which is the friend of private party and uh proud and powerful who died last year he got hit by a car oh okay so that used to be his tech partner i believe and it was uh lee moriarty ken broadway taking on uh al-sabah who is another great worker man this was a great triple threat match and uh al-sabah got the win here which surprised me because hmm. lee moriarty, lee moriarty i just never expect to see him lose but he, it was a really fun match. I definitely recommend checking this one out. And honestly, just watch all of For the Culture. It's just yeah, definitely. One you don't want to miss. And then uh, that's... There's also a... Uh, after that, that was the main event of For the Culture. And then after that, they had the uh, Death Hour UV Ultraviolence 60 is what they called it. And man, there was a match between... <laughs> oh, this was a banger. It was uh, Orin White taking on Slack.
0: Oh, God.
1: And this was light tubes for days at one point schlack took his elbow pad poured gasoline or like lighter fluid on it lit his elbow pad and did an elbow drop to or invite but then schlack started freaking out because the elbow pad didn't <laughs> extinguish so oh, he God. flips it off so he flips it off and just landed it it's laying there in the ring or invite for some reason, grabs it and throws it out of the ring towards the cameraman, So the ca- so the, a burning elbow pad is on the ground. There was like smoke everywhere for a second. They got it out, but I was like, "Oh, that could have been so bad." Imagine if there was a crowd Jeez. there. That could have been so Dude. bad. That, that was you the highlight.
0: Shit on fire, you don't know what's yeah
1: yeah exactly. You never know. That was the highlight of that show. Man, Man Pondo was also on that show. Hell yes! <laughs> Shout out to uh, Backyard Wrestling too.
0: Fuck yeah! I saw him a mile down the road from here. <laughs> On the Juggalo, uh Jungle Championship Wrestling Show. <laughs> <laughs> okay, woo. Okay,
1: But that was uh that was the ultraviolet hour. And the next one that we're gonna go that stood out to me was we're gonna go into the next the next morning. This is one of the earlier shows. The next morning was Effie's Big Gay Block. And the two matches that really stuck out to me were uh M V Young taking on Ace Perry and Still Life with Apricots and Pears is the person's full name. That's their full name. Still Life with Apricots and Pears. Okay. They were really impressive. This match was really fun. All everybody in this every all the competitors were very impressive. MV Young wasn't somebody I was too familiar with. Ace Perry, I had seen at AAW a few times. Okay. And then Still Life, I wasn't familiar with at all either. But they really impressed me. But the main event of this was like <laughs> wild. It was Billy Dixon taking on Effie in a big gay street fight. <laughs> 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 they beat the hell out of each other man and effie took the most insane bump down the stairs i don't know if you saw that on twitter he literally like <laughs> Ooh, no, I it was wild i'll have to show you guys the show but man he took an insane bump down the stairs <laughs> Damn. and billy dixon ended up picking up the win effie's putting putting him over, putting him over on their uh on effie's own show nice and then uh Next show after that was, which was immediately after that, was Ali's real Allie Cat. So, real hot girl shit. And that uh, two matches that stood out to me the most there was Faye Jackson again, and another standout performance from Faye Jackson, taking on Erica Lee, who was her gimmick. Her Is she's just straight out the 90s. She reminds me of uh, what's what's the neighbor's name on Full House? You uh, know what I'm talking about? Like, no, like, I,
0: I never watched Full House.
1: I don't know. She I mean, reminds you me, me of about that one. She, she reminds me of the neighbor girl from Full House. Okay. <laughs> That's her gimmick. She's like a 90s girl. Oh, this, okay, She's got like a side
0: pony or something. Yes, exactly that. Does she really? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. I was just
1: guessing. Yeah. Erica Lee was really impressive. This is the first match I've seen of hers. I had seen her name around because um, Tiger Driver 9X, the homies, they did a 21 for 21 list, which is like 21 wrestlers to look out for in 2021. Oh, and nice. Erica Lee's na- list, uh, name was on there, so I made sure to check this match out because I hadn't seen her before. And I was mm. definitely impressed. She put on the great performance here and Faye Jackson did her normal Faye Jackson uh, antics. She was twerking <laughs> everywhere. And the, <laughs> the leader, the leader of the Creep Creep Squad. Creep Squad? <laughs> yep, that's that's their uh that's her gimmick. Oh, okay. But uh the main event was a banger, man. This is a, a hell of a match. I definitely recommend checking out uh Willow Nightingale taking on Alley Cat and man they put on a banger. This is definitely my favorite match of Cats I've seen, and this is my favorite Willow Nightingale match also, because I hadn't seen too many Willow Nightingale match, but this is my favorite performance I've seen Cat put on. They were working. Yeah. We've seen
0: her, I feel like we've seen her a few times where she she can go, for sure, cat yeah.
1: Oh, for sure. But uh, she ended up getting a concussion in this match, or getting knocked out in this match, I believe. Ooh, <laughs> so she uh, said, Yeah, she said she got knocked out, which was yeah. <laughs> never fun, but yeah, the match was great. Match was definitely great. So shout out to Allie, shout out to Willow Nightingale. But uh, Willow ended up picking up the win there. So again, cool. the person who's this show's named after, uh, taking the L. <laughs> That's all right. But Good oh job. just a few more left here, but man, the Iron Man challenge, Jordan Oliver versus Tony Deppen for the Synergy mm-hmm. Pro Championship. Hour long Iron Man match, all right? The hour goes past and it's tied three to three. So Jordan Oliver grabs the mic and originally they're like, all right, it's, an, it's a tie, so Jordan Oliver's still a champion. He says, nah, we're not going down that way. He grabs a bottle of water, takes a sip. He says, uh, hey, Tony, I'm not even tired. Let's go another hour. What? <laughs> yes, sir. Two hour Ironman match? Two hour long Ironman match. This match is insane. They they pull it out, man. This is a hell of a match, man. They these Tony Deppin guys, has a family. These, yeah, he just had a kid. Shout out to Tony Deppin. <laughs> But man, this is a hell of a match, and Dornalver picked up the win, and this is now the longest independent wrestling match ever.
0: I would imagine, I would imagine it'd be the longest match ever. Period. Right?
1: There is an Onita, and somebody is—I think it's Onita and Chono—went an hour and twenty-five minutes.
0: An hour twenty-five
1: or uh, two hours, one hundred and uh, twenty-five minutes. is What I meant to say. Oh,
0: okay. God damn. I would have done 126 just to say that. uh,
1: (laughs) I would have done the same thing. I would have put in a rest hole and said, we're working a little bit longer. That's another six
0: minutes. He just went two
1: hours. But it was awesome, man. This is the longest independent wrestling match ever. Uh, Another Iron Man match you should check out is Chris Hero versus CM Punk. They went 95 minutes, I believe. A great match great match that that uh, they were talking about a lot on commentary but that was the main event we're not the main event the iron man challenge was just one thing <laughs> it was who, who ended up winning that jordan oliver he retained
0: oh fuck.
1: which is awesome and then what might be my new favorite independent promotion that's not local to us besides DCW, violence x suffering was next man and they <laughs> this, their show was called Rockstar nights and it comes on and i pop immediately because they go, so they go out. They come back for commercial break, and who do I see in the ring? Well, well, well.
0: No way!
1: <laughs> oh, I pop <popped> big. <laughs> Joel Gertner in the ring, ring announcing for this show. The stud muffin himself. Oh, the quintus the quintus Oh my god, I cannot say that word. Quintessential quintus essential, stud muffin <laughs> himself, Joel Gertner. I loved it, man. I just he did not miss a step either. He did not mess up anybody's introduction. He hit everything perfectly. Nice. And not only did they have that, they had the main man Julius Smokes on commentary, who I don't know if you're too familiar with, but he used to be the manager of Homicide and uh, Homicide Low Key. That whole click Oh, okay. Had me dying. He said at one point there was a match, so I'll just start, I'll just start running down the match, and I'll tell you when this happened. So the first match was Ken Broadway again. Cash flow, cash flow, INC. Because if it don't make dollars, then it doesn't make sense. And Gabriel Sky did not make much sense in this match because he ended up losing. But (laughs) (laughs) great, great match. And then the next match was a pure wrestling rules match, which is like the ROH, pure wrestling rules. It was Mm -hmm. Daniel Garcia, Red Death, who we'll talk about later on NXT. Shout out to Red Death, Daniel Garcia, one of my favorite indie guys right now. Shout out to the Buffalo Boys. Shout out to Kevin Blackwood, everybody from out there. But uh, he took on Atticus Kogar and in a pre-wrestling rules match, and this mm. was great. Dude, Daniel Garcia is a menace dude he, he is a he's vicious he threw out some crazy submissions and at hey. one point <laughs> he has some, like a nasty uh boston crab and julia smoke says oh you gotta break that boy's leg you gotta make a name for yourself and he says everybody out here wants to be nice they want to they want to get into good graces if i saw cody rose right now i would spin his face because i make, <gasps> make a name for myself and i was like oh my god this guy's going
0: crazy <laughs>
1: I saw Cody Rhodes and spit in his face. Cody <laughs> Rhodes, be, like, what the fuck did I do? <laughs> he had to be dying. He said, "Hey, nothing against though, but you got to make a name for yourself." <laughs> 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 you definitely got to watch this violence and suffering show, man. Makes a valid point, I guess. Uh this had to be dying. But Daniel Garcia got the win there. The dude rules. I'm a big fan of Daniel Garcia. And he he beat up his young boy after the match, putting him in Boston grab because he <laughs> he's just going crazy. Danny Garcia is like twenty. It is so funny. He's like a, he has. He's like twenty or twenty one, but he has a young boy, which rules.
0: That's great. It's like Suzuki.
1: Exactly, and then the main event, man, the notorious one eight seven, homicide, Blech! <laughs> taking on none other than a red beard, Eric Rowan. <laughs> Insane oh, yeah. man. This match ruled. Eric Rowan picked up the win. Red Rear to get the win. pick up the win. I should say, I'm not going to mess up his name, but he looked good here, man. This was his first match outside of WWE, I believe, and I he looked really good, really, really good.
0: Hmm, I have to check that out. That's like such a random matchup, but
1: exactly. But,
0: hey. You said it. You said it best. Like I didn't know I wanted to see it, but
1: yep, it, it rules. And then the last show that ended out the twenty four hours, man. The world on GCW. With Nick Gage on commentary with with uh, none other than the the homie Emmett M- MLJ. but man, wait, no, actually, no, it wasn't MLJ. it was it was a uh, KG Kevin Gill, Kevin Gill, oh, nice, and uh, Nick Gage on commentary, but man, <laughs> it's ruled. So standout matches, I'm not gonna go through the whole card, but Chris Dickinson t- defeated Juicy for now. Shot the big Juicy. Oh, yeah. I, every every Juicy match I've seen, his nose is bleeding, which I don't know why, but. <laughs> this, this dude broke his nose directly in front of us you remember that yeah <laughs> oh yeah in the cluster fuck right yeah yeah he was leaking and that shane mercer the iron demon took on brayden lee and he dude i can't explain what he did to this kid he, he murdered. Him. he took him from the stage press slammed him probably 15 20 feet Jeez. like like from the stage to the ring it was insane oh, i
0: think i saw this like it was like a ball. It looked like he was up on the bar or something.
1: That that was the stage because it was at the Voltage. I mean, never mind. It was at this. Uh, it was a, It was at a uh, place where they do shows, and then gotcha. they're at, the, they at the stage. He went off the stage into the ring.
0: Damn, that's fucking nuts. It he almost rolled out of the ring too. If yeah, I remember. he threw
1: so far. <laughs> <laughs> so that was awesome. Uh, Shane Mercy picked the win, but Braden Lee really impressed me there again. And then uh, you just got to let him know. Everett Connors, who's somebody I was not familiar with until the build-up to this. This dude is crazy. This man's fitted up, man. You gotta gotta check. His fits are crazy. Oh, shit. (laughs) Shout out to Everett Connors. Let him know. He took on the bad boy Joey Janela, and he defeated him, which was very surprising to me. And then after, Joey cut a very emotional promo where he was saying that that nobody knows how good that match felt because he was kind of doubting himself because he said in the match with Omega, he got a concussion, so he had been on concussion protocol up until this match. Oh wow! And he was like, kind of like, is it even worth it anymore? I've been doing this since I was fifteen, and blah, blah 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 blah. And he said that he was just like, when he went into AEW, he was nobody could tell him that he wasn't the best wrestler on the planet. And then going to TV was a wake up call that he needed to work harder. And he was just had been doubted, so kind of have like a case of imposter syndrome. And this match kind of woke him up and reminded him who he was. And I was like, wow, it was crazy to see him that vulnerable, let himself put himself out there like that. But he was—you could tell—he was like, shoot, like. He was crying. It was wild. Wow. Wild to see that side of him, but it was awesome, man. It was a great match, and that was not the main event, though, and I don't think I've told you about this, so I want to see your shoot reaction for the uh, GCW Championship. None other than R.S. Pussy. Boo. Boo. Taking on all-heart Blake Christian.
0: Damn, okay.
1: And before, before, earlier in the show, there was a, a promo where Blake Christian says, if you put that uh, title match up, if you put that title up, I'll put my GCW career on the line.
0: Damn. Okay.
1: And uh RSP got the win.
0: Damn, what?
1: So I believe Blake Christians go into the land of either <laughs> the performance center or the new Japan, because I don't think AEW would make him stop like this. I don't know.
0: No, yeah, that sounds that sounds right. And I feel like if he was going for the PC, we would have heard about it right I'm yeah I don't,
1: I don't know i mean elena black was an is is also who he's dating and she got signed and nobody knew until it was announced so
0: hmm. i don't know so, it'd be more fitting for him to go to new japan you think i, or I, what do you
1: I, think? I don't know i don't where would he fix they have alex zane there maybe they put alex zane and him together and they could kind of keep that going that'd be crazy yeah, that'd be good so i don't know but shout out to Blake Crystal,
0: carter too we always used to see those three together
1: yeah that's true i don't know man but blake christian shout to dude that dude is i've since the first day we started this podcast i've been saying that blake christian is the guy that is gonna like be the next big star because this dude is insane he's he's got it all he's got the star quality about him but he can do everything in the ring he's nothing but a high praise for him for sure yeah but yeah that was the last show of gcw's fight forever and it was insane man that was just crazy 24 hours of wrestling in him GCW doesn't miss, man. There's, there was a lot of uh, technical difficulties at some points, but hey, mm. what can you I do? I mean, in 24 hours. Yeah, exactly.
0: I'd be surprised if you didn't have some kind of difficulties.
1: Yeah, GCW is a very consistent independent promotion to where like you're going to have fun no matter what. Right. The shows.
0: Every show I've been to, I mean, I've been to two, I think, but they were great.
1: Yeah, definitely. But with that being said, speaking of fun, which is very surprising to say about the WWE, let's talk about the World Rumble 2021, man.
0: Very surprisingly
1: fun. This I thought this was a great show, like top to bottom. Yeah, I did too. So let's just run it down, man. The open, the pre-show was uh, naya Jackson, Shayna Baszler taking on Charlotte and Oscar for the women's tag titles, and (laughs) I called this like right before it started. I was like, yeah. Lacey Evans is going to come out, going to cost cost them the belts," and that's exactly what happened. They come out with Ric Flair, and she at first she knocks Charlotte's hands off as she's doing the figure eight and Charlotte's like, hey, get out of here, get out of here. She, she puts it back on, and then at Ric Flair hands Lacey some brass knuckles, and she clocks Charlotte, and <laughs> that allows Nia Jax to drop a leg drop on Charlotte Flair's back of the head. One, two, three.
0: The dirtiest player in the game. Woo!
1: Yeah, man, that was kind of expected. Very overbooked mess kind of there, but that was a pre-show, so it's okay, I'll give it a pass.
0: Right. This was pretty much one of those things where- it's like, all right, pre-show, yeah, you're gonna
1: get this, and you knew it was gonna happen, yet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So next, oh, the opening of the show was Goldberg versus Drew McIntyre, and I think this is the best way they could have done this. I thought this was really fun, honestly. Two, what, two minutes from bell to bell.
0: Yeah, I feel like Goldberg came out. His entrance was longer than the match.
1: Yeah, he. They did the full. They did it all. They so basically before the match even starts, they Drew hits a headbutt in the ring, and that and a spear, and then they go all around the outside. Goldberg gives Drew a spear through the barricade, goes back in the ring, they start the bell, <laughs> Claymore from Drew, kick out at two. <laughs> Goldberg hits two spears, kick out at two, jackhammer, kick out at two, and then Drew hits a Claymore for three. Like There was, what else could you have done? It was perfectly, the best right. I could have done this.
0: There was no major botches. It was, it's hard to, like, I don't know. <laughs> it's just, uh, it's one of those things where it's like, if you give me this match and they say, we're having this match. How do you think it's going to go? Yeah. It's like, okay, this is how I think it's going to go. How do you think it's going to end? Well, how would I like it to end? I would like Drew McIntyre to retain and it happened. So that's good. Exactly. But it's all, it's also like, why?
1: I think they're just kind of, I think they used their bad booking in the past, like for their own advantage here. Cause they just want to, they want to pad Drew's stats. I think is what the thing is. Okay. They wanted a big match for him and, Goldberg, as much as most people, most fans don't want to see him, there are still the casual fans where they see Goldberg, they're going to tune in. So
0: True. And yeah. the other thing that I thought of was that maybe because this was such a short match, it gave them more time for the Rumble matches.
1: That's true. That's true. Yeah, definitely.
0: So, I don't know.
1: It, it, it made sense. And I thought it was fun. So, man, what what can you say? But, man, <laughs> Next match was Sasha Banks versus Carmella. This is another really fun match. Uh, these two have insane chemistry for some reason, which is surprising.
0: Yeah. And there's like a Crypt versus Blood thing going on, too. Yeah.
1: <laughs> I didn't even think about that, but you're right. Yeah, there's always the red and blue.
0: Goddamn, cool. But uh, <laughs> Sasha Banks with the Louis Vuitton custom outfit.
1: Dude, yeah, like the, like the, like Bergen, not Bergen, like beige Louis Vuitton. It was Hell yeah. Dripping. Sure, custom
0: man. made head to toe baby
1: yep exactly <laughs> but yeah you're
0: right they both of these they have a great chemistry um, i never would have guessed that a carmel i mean no offense but like
1: yeah when definitely. i think good
0: women's matches that uh, carmel is not the first one that comes to mind for me as far as recent talent but they put on a great match
1: they did she's heads and like shoulders above what she used to be she's gotten so much better man she's improved a lot
0: yeah i i agree definitely
1: she almost died in this match, though. She hit oh me. my
0: god, yeah,
1: <laughs> full scorpion on the suicide dive. I was like, oh my god, I hope she didn't just break her nose because it, right? it looked nasty. You
0: can <laughs> tell Sasha was like, "Are you okay?" Like checking yes. on her and stuff. She
1: it looked it looked nasty. Where the but, fuck was Reginald at? <laughs> Shout out to Reginald, man. <laughs> this man's going crazy. Who is this
0: guy? Do you know him?
1: <laughs> nah, I have no idea. He's just. I think he's just like. From what I know, he's like a he was a circus circus. How do you say this? Cirque du Soleil. Yes, that's what I'm trying to say. <laughs> Cirque du <de> Soleil. <laughs> he was like one of those guys, and he just kind of came over to the WWE, so he's using his athleticism in like that kind of way, which is it's a perfect role for him, I think.
0: Yeah, I see him doing some like flips and shit. Uh, yeah. Crazy stuff, because I guess him and Sasha had a match. They were yeah, the they did a match on like SmackDown.
1: Before. Yeah, he was doing some crazy shit. Shout out to Reggie, man. <laughs> <laughs> he got he got the old
0: here out of here,
1: which didn't even make sense. She did the move to him, and he got kicked out. I know, right? Come on, right? helping her. Yeah, he's like, hey, I saved you. What are you doing?"
0: <laughs> did they have a fake na uh, na 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 nah, goodbye chant?
1: That's hilarious. I didn't I didn't notice that, but that's really funny. <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> that's really I hate funny that, Oh, that's hilarious. I didn't Good notice that. God damn, Tal, it's great. <laughs> But yeah, man, this was really fun. Sasha ended up winning with the the bank statement, but man, this is a hell of a match. Mm -hmm. And then next, we saw Biggie and Xavier Woods in the back talking about making history tonight. And then Sammy Zane comes in and talks his conspiracy theories. He says, "I got eyes in the back of my head." And Kofi Kingston comes flying out of nowhere and scares the damn life (laughs) out of this guy, which popped me big. It was hilarious. He 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 jumped like for shoot. It looked like
0: yeah, definitely.
1: And. (laughs) That just clowning Sammy and then showing off their Brody Lee gear was awesome. I love that, that cool. gear. Very cool. And it was like, it was like Stro by Brody Lee gear too. It was like they had like everything about him. So they had like the Bludgeon Brothers pattern, and then they had the the plaid for the Wyatt family, and then they also had like the Brody Lee him doing his pose like as Brody Lee too. So it was, it was really cool. See, I didn't even
0: notice that. I just seen like the memorial stuff on the gear. I didn't even notice that other stuff. That's cool,
1: though. Yeah, they, they went all out for it. I thought that was awesome. But after that, we saw Booker T. Booker T. Bad Bunny. <laughs> this man's going crazy. This song is... I don't know what he's saying, but that song rules. <laughs> it's just sick.
0: Dude. Booker T was looking fucking... Jacked, bro. Huge. Yeah.
1: This man's going... Dude, I wish he would have danced more. He hit a little bit at the end, but I, I wanted to see Booker T just out here vibing. Yeah, right? But, Fuck man... Him as uh, Charmell. <laughs> it was really fun though shot the bad bunny i'm sure that, that he's like a huge wrestling fan so that's like a childhood dream come true and you always love to see stuff like that
0: definitely you could tell he's i mean from online too He he's always wearing some type of wrestling merch yeah or, but yeah man dude uh, i i saw the online shit like who who's this and it's like okay well obviously you're above the age of 30 or 40
1: <laughs> exactly
0: that's but like, pretty much all you're saying right there. Is
1: or don't know how to use Google.
0: That too, yeah, right.
1: It's stupid, but I, I thought this was really fun. But man, speaking of fun again, this woman's Rumble, how good was this?
0: Oh man, this was great. I um, there was a couple and there was a couple women wrestlers that came out that I had no idea who they were. Oh, the we're gonna talk.
1: We're gonna talk about it then. Let's just hop into it. So it started off with the first four, first five entrances were. Bailey, Naomi, Bianca Belair, and uh, Billy Kay, and then Shati Blackheart. Billy Kay was killing me this match, man. She comes oh, yeah. down, she, start, she comes up to the ring with her headshot. She's like, hey, "You know what? I'm gonna go over to commentary real quick." And they're like, "You're not getting any... You know, I'm, I'm just gonna. I can't do it. Australia accidentally. I'm not even gonna try." But, <laughs> <laughs> but she, she's like, "I'm just gonna wait until I can find a suitable partner. You know, I'm, I'm just gonna wait out here. You know, and then I'll. It's, it's looking kind of stacked in there. It's a real stacked, st- real stacked ring right now. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna wait." <laughs> And then <laughs> this is hilarious. And then a few more entries come out, and then number eight. You know you want man Shout out to Jillian Hall one time. She comes out with with the full gimmick going on. <laughs> Who the fuck is
0: Jillian Hall?
1: Oh man, you better go back to two thousand six and two thousand seven <laughs> and watch some SmackDown, my guy. I
0: don't think I will.
1: You know you want me. <laughs> Dude, I, I
0: think I'll just go off what you're saying. And just I
1: cannot believe they brought back Jillian Hall. Oh, she had a mole on her face at one point, like a gimmick mole. and The boogeyman bit it off of her. It was uh, crazy. Uh, they should have. <laughs> and you want me to go back and watch this? What you're saying? Yes. My God. <laughs> oh man. I cannot believe Jillian Hall. I had not thought about Jillian Hall in probably ten plus years. I was so surprised. But uh, Billy King goes up to her and she's, they start talking. She's like, "Oh, you know, we could be a team, Billy and Jillian, Billy and Jillian." I was like, "Ah, oh, that's, that's, whoever thought of that is hilarious." And they go in together and they kind of lay lay people out for a second. And, and then, man, I was so mad that she didn't get her old the other thing. But I heard I'm not the lady who danced with what? And you oh, got shit. Victoria came out. I, I I hope I wish he said the had the. Uh, Oh, the things you said, right? Man, oh.
0: had, right? Yeah, yeah, dude, tattoo.
1: <laughs> yeah. I wish, I wish he had that theme, but this was this was sick, too. And Victoria coming out, popped me big. I thought that was really cool. Shout out to her old restaurant, The Spirit Circle. This was so good, man.
0: I'm surprised you could have went like a wrestling themed restaurant. That's dope.
1: Yeah, they, they did trivia there and stuff, too. But oh, man. I, I was on TV because of that restaurant because we went to eat there and like a TV crew came in and they filmed us eating. Damn, that's cool. This place is really good. They had like Merck's cheddar stuffed burgers. Oh my God. It was fire. Oh, food was good too. That's uh, It was uh, really, really good. But yeah, yeah, Victoria came out here. She started laying people out and uh, after her was Peyton Royce. They had a little Iconics reunion and then Rhea Ripley got a big spot here. Comes out. She eliminates Tony storm. And I think this is kind of her main roster re-debut. I think it should be at least.
0: Yeah. That's, a, that's the feeling I got too. <laughs>
1: And then uh, Tori Wilson comes out as another surprise. Alicia Fox comes out, wins the 24-7 title at one point, which is funny. So what was up with them calling her a legend? I don't understand that. Alicia Fox is a legend. She is yeah, one of the best uh, Northern Lights Suplex Bridges I've ever seen in my life.
0: But is she retired? I mean...
1: Oh, yeah, she's a wrestler for a like while.
0: I, I, asked cause I asked why they announced her as a legend because I feel like I just saw her wrestle like a year ago or two years ago. I feel right like they now. always
1: bring her back for like one-offs, but like she's... I guess she's... Reti- like out of the business, I guess technically, but she could. I don't know when she was underrated. Like if you go back and watch some of those matches, she was throwing out some crazy. She had a crazy moveset. Man.
0: Oh, okay. Uh, no idea. I have been watching.
1: She, she she was good for definitely in her era, the the divas era. She was definitely one of the standouts in in that time at least. Uh, Dakota Kai got a big spot here. Bianca Belair eliminates Bailey, which was huge, and they missed it on camera.
0: <laughs> oh, damn! Really?
1: Yeah, they missed it. <laughs> oh fuck. Which is they're in a huge feud. That should be like the main spot you should be waiting you know, for. You know what's funny?
0: Uh side note, we watched uh the rumble from last year on Saturday getting ready for this. Yeah. And remember when Edge debuted, of course. Mm-hmm. And he comes down and the first person he spears is Dolph Ziggler. And they miss it. And they missed it? Yep. They edited it. They went back and changed it so you see it. Really? Yeah. On oh the, wow! Because I was watching it and I'm like, no way! I'm like, they really went back and changed it for like rewatching, so I mean, you can see it. Like they, they should put out their shitty camera work.
1: <laughs> they should because that's their mistake. It's a huge mistake.
0: Like but my girlfriend, she didn't even know. So I was just like, yeah, they missed it the first time around. So I,
1: I can't I still can't believe they did that. <laughs> it was nuts. But yeah, they, they missed a, like the major story plot of this match was her and the Manini Bailey. Because but that's neither, neither here nor there uh, but then alexa Bliss comes out 27 she's full of firefly funhouse and then at one point she starts to hulk up she starts to fiend up and yeah free ripley says uh-uh, i know how this is gonna go she gets her out of there real quick yeah they <laughs> knocked her ass out which i thought was really smart like to have somebody realize i know what's about to happen i'm not gonna let it happen <laughs> right and all the girls teamed up on her they all jumped her yeah exactly i thought that was awesome uh, Ember Moon had a great showing here also. And then of course number 30 was Natalia. But the, the final four ended up being Natalya, Charlotte Flair, Bianca Belair, and Rhea Ripley. Uh, Bianca ends up ne- eliminating Natalia. Rhea and Bianca both eliminate Charlotte, and then it's down to uh, Bianca and Rhea Ripley, which is such a cool last two of the rumble. Like I yeah. don't know that was great. And B- they have a great back and forth. They uh Bianca goes for KOD, Ripley goes for Riptide, and then Bianca eliminates uh rhea ripley and i had i popped big man everybody like me my dad and aaron all just popped big for this this bianca barely deserves it man she's so good yeah and she
0: she definitely had a great showing last year in the rumble too yeah she
1: had the most limit she set the record she actually yeah so man Uh she cuts a great emotional baby face promo after just kind of thinking her family thinking montez thinking just everybody and she if she doesn't win the title at WrestleMania, Vince McMahon, I'm telling you right now.
0: <laughs> she, she was crying. It was like yeah, insane. She,
1: it was it was awesome to see, man. She, she's had a, a long journey. She was in NXT for so long, and they never gave her the ball, really. Like, she never won the NXT title. Like, right. She kind of got shafted down there, I feel like, for a long time. Because she was there for forever, I feel like.
0: Yeah, I agree. It definitely seemed like she was there as, about as long as Rhea, maybe a little bit shorter. But, yeah, that the promo was great and hell yeah she deserves it man it's fucking awesome absolutely and i love a rumble where you just know that everybody's like yeah fuck yeah that's a good choice like exactly you know the vibe like they read the room on that one for sure
1: which is definitely the right move and then (laughs) next we got a little bit of miz and morris and talk with bad bunny they're trying to collab with them (laughs) (laughs) they start burying booker t and booker t of course says tell me you did just say that.
0: <laughs> oh, I, I popped for that. that. was. I love that.
1: As soon as that song, I was like, I know he's, he's got to say it. He's got to say the line. <laughs> and then we saw <sighs> Peter Rosenberg. Oh, God. Well, let me Ooh. tell you something, Pete. Your <laughs> you piece of trash. You,
0: and that guy Greg, your takes are trash. Okay? If you don't like AEW, then don't watch it. And <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Take your 24-7 title. And I'm with I'm with JBL on this one. He goes, this is the worst wrestling event in the history of mankind, or something like that.
1: Hey, I'm about to I'm going to come down to hot 97 and drop you on that stack of dimes you call a neck. Ooh. <laughs> it's and my then, title. That's so all I got to say about that. <laughs> yeah, I'm not that. Why is Peter Rosenberg's in the WWE like, books as a champion now? I forget who it was that
0: went. It might have been the Roman Reigns, Kevin Owens match, but every time I see, it was like two times I saw somebody like there was like Damage Control and they're like helping the guy, like yeah. get on a stretcher, helping the guy, and Sam Roberts is just standing there. <laughs> like, why is this fucking Jabroni here? Like, what is he doing? It's the same as Peter Rosenberg. He's like, why did, why did he win the twenty four seven title? What was the point that. of that? I hated
1: that.
0: Just to give this fucking guy is like, I don't know, I don't know. I have no idea.
1: All right, dude, and the roll-up was the worst roll-up i ever seen in my life.
0: It was, it was trash for sure. He's obviously a radio host and not a fucking wrestler. That's, yeah, exactly. That's evident. But then when I turn on the pre-show or whatever the fuck, the little talk show thing. Yeah. He's on there and he's always like, he's just that guy. Like he's always got to be that guy. Like my opinion is, is the one. Yeah. It's like, alright man. Calm down.
1: Definitely obnoxious at times. But we'll we'll get past that and talk about what was a hell of a match man. Roman Reigns versus Kevin Owens last man standing. They they yeah, they, they took like this is the best last man standing I've seen in a long time from WWE. This was this is like a, it's like if I was playing Smackdown here comes the pain and I did a last man standing match.
0: <laughs> exactly. <laughs> oh, that's perfect.
1: Yeah, that man, they cool. they
0: fucking pulled they pulled out all the shots, brother.
1: Dude, I'm just going to run all, down all the big spots. Dude, Kevin Owens gets tossed off the Thunderdome monitors and through some tables. And then they start going into the back where like they had the practice ring set up. And the way they shot this was perfect. So it's just Kevin Owens in the shot. And out of nowhere, this man, Roman Reigns, smokes this dude with the golf
0: cart. I know they got like... I know Sammy and Matt Hardy both posted the picture of Sammy getting hit by the golf cart. But I feel like this was its own thing. I mean, they've done golf cart shit before.
1: Yeah, this you is AEW
0: wasn't the first one to do it. It's just like the most recent. Yeah, one and this was fucking nuts. He went through the fucking windshield like <laughs> he bro.
1: smoked him with it, dude. Was out was nowhere. There was literally like no establishing <laughs> shot. Like you didn't see a golf cart anywhere, and then he just dies. <laughs> yeah, that me it oh, I thought that was awesome, but they there's that really- my girlfriend I'm like
0: if he runs him over, it's it's done. Like yeah. I thought he's just gonna run him over while he's laying there.
1: I, yeah, that's what I thought that was going to happen too, but no, they they go even crazier. They <laughs> He goes, put uh, uh, Owen gets up and hits him with a pop of par by Monty the announce table that's there, just a random announce table. I feel bad for every sandwich or like to-go container was sitting on that table because it got destroyed. <laughs> there
0: was a Monster Energy drink uh, on the the regular announce table—it's spilled I don't know if it's everywhere. Said, yeah, it's spilled everywhere. I've just seen it all come out, and it's like, oh, I hate that. Just, you I know, it's it. gonna be sticky. And, exactly. <laughs> yeah, it's probably Michael Cole.
1: Bitch yeah. <laughs> but man, speaking of AEW, there's another. This another very AEW reminiscent spot happened after this. He, Kevin Owens, sees the forklift. He says, "I'm gonna go up."
0: <laughs> no, AEW used a scissor lift.
1: I, I don't know nothing about this. All I say is you can live this.
0: <laughs> I felt so bad because my forklift at work is disgustingly filthy on top, just from dust and all this yeah. other shit. So when he's like grabbing it and climbing up there, I'm like, ugh. I'm sure his was clean, but like, yeah, ugh. The top of mine is so gross.
1: So he has Kevin, He has Roman Reigns laid out on the table. It just has a bunch of spray can, pan, uh, spray paint cans laid out there for some reason. And he hits a beautiful swanton off of off of the. Yeah. The forklift, I guess it was,
0: Yeah, the forklift pallet, and,
1: uh, it was insane. And then they, it's he gets up at nine. They keep fighting. <laughs> they go around back towards like the front of the arena, and <laughs> Roman Reigns has some uh, handcuffs, hmm. and he starts. He tries to handcuff KO to the trusses there. KO fights him off, and he handcuffs Roman. and I hate that this ended this way. Yeah. Cause, like, this is such a great match, but it just kind of, I don't know why they didn't use both colors.
0: <laughs> like, yeah. Right. That's what I thought was going to happen. I thought, honestly, I thought one of the Usos was going to come and, cut yeah, him same. Out, you know, and, uh or yeah. Or Paul Heyman too. He could have done that. But, yeah. Yeah, man, this, uh, we were texting back and forth, like, and what a great match. And it was just painfully obvious that <clears throat> he just couldn't like the, the handcuffs were just weren't facing.
1: Yeah, exactly. The
0: way uh, Paul Heyman was trying to get the key in there, and it just yeah,
1: it it was just kind of. I think this match is great with that way, like regardless, but it kind of just fell flat at the end. But Paul Heyman's struggling with the handcuffs, and the ref kind of just stops at five when he's counting Roman down. He's like, "Oh, I I know this guy <laughs> is not going to get up." <laughs> but eventually, but eventually they get him out of it. Uh, Roman hits the low blow on KO, and then hits hits him with the. Uh, was it just like triangle choke? Not triangle choke, like a guillotine choke. Yeah. And then kale's out and that's that's it. Which I thought that was a great match, man. Great match.
0: Yeah, I would I would agree with pretty much everything you said. Great match. Ninety percent fantastic and ten percent ah.
1: Yeah, definitely. But then we got the men's rumble, Royal Rumble. Started out with Edge at number one, Randy Orton number two, and they just start brawling before the match even starts, and they just <laughs> start going crazy. Randy Orton's knee gets a t- destroyed before everything even happens. Yep. And then number three was Sami Zayn. Then it was, it was uh, Mustafa Ali, shout out to Bullenberg Hardcore. And then number five was Jeff Hardy. And they all they all team up on Edge basically for the first few minutes of the match. And then the next standout was uh, Carlito, Caribbean Cool. This man is – this is a – what is going on? This man is jacked. (laughs) Yeah, because he
0: still wrestles uh, in Puerto Rico, I'm pretty sure. Because his dad runs Puerto Rico, and he still wrestles there. He's like the top guy down there, they always say.
1: I I see why this man's looking crazy. I would have signed this man immediately if I was Vince again. I would bring him back because this is looking like he could go on a full another run.
0: Well, from what I could gather from Jr. and other podcasts and such is that Carlito he wants to do stuff when he wants to do it, type of thing. Like if he's not on top, he's like compared. He could go to WWE and be a mid card guy or, or be running around chasing our truth. Yeah. Or he could be working on top for his dad's company, probably making a good amount of money and probably living. He, I mean, he's from Puerto Rico, so he probably lives there. Yeah. So it's probably, I don't know, probably works out better for him. But I agree with you for sure. He and he's crazy. a in the face of people who don't want to be cool.
1: Just not this time because we're in COVID. But yeah, <laughs> that's neither here nor there. The next few inches were uh, Xavier was in Big E. Big E, who was your number, which I forgot to mention this, but neither of us were right on the woman's tour I was so
0: close. And I thought I thought Bianca Belair was the one that I got. But you're like, no, 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 no. You ain't going nowhere.
1: She was three, right? Yeah, she was three. You had four. Damn. And then you had 10 for the rents Rebel, and that was not it either. <laughs> it wasn't. Who would you have for the women's? I had uh, eight, which was – let me see if I can scroll back up real quick.
0: Wasn't it Julian Baker?
1: Oh, you know you are, man. Julian <laughs> Hall.
0: <laughs> or Julian Hall. I don't know why I said Baker.
1: <laughs> Shout out to Julian Hall, man. That's that's the big dog right there. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I hate that, bro. I. <laughs> my girlfriend looked at me. She's like, "Who is that?" I'm like, "Cause she's always she you know she always yeah. expects me to know." I'm like, "I have no fucking idea." Who the
1: fuck <laughs> you no you wow, man. She's like, why is she
0: <laughs> singing like
1: that? Oh, that shit rules! <laughs> but uh, after that, we saw Damian Priest make his Royal Rumble appearance. Which I thought that was great. awesome. Yeah, he he showed up big here. You think this uh, was
0: his debut, or do you think that it was just like a? It
1: experience? should be. It should after be. I agree. But then he, uh, Miz comes out at 15, <laughs> and then he, Miz eliminates Bad Bunny's DJ gear.
0: <laughs> <laughs>
1: and then Damien Priest immediately eliminates uh, Miz and Morrison, and then Bad Bunny comes out and hits a, a crossbody, and he's with the, he almost ate shit. His foot slipped, and I was scared for him. <laughs> Who did Bad Bunny? Yeah, Bad Bunny hit the crossbody. His foot slipped as he started to do the crossbody at the top rope. Really? It actually looked like it was decently it done It looked though. good, yeah. Yeah, but yeah. He, st- he started to slip. He was wearing Yeezys. Ooh. They don't got no group.
0: <laughs> God damn. the damn Yeezys got him again.
1: Hey. Yeah,
0: he was flashed in Snoop Dogg. That's all I'm going
1: to say. Hey. He's also not 15 feet tall. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, after that, we saw Daniel Bryan enter at 17, who was my pick to win the Rumble as, this, as the match started. He was followed by Kane at 18. They do a team hell no reunion there. Uh, I wouldn't be hugging Kane right now if I was Danny Bryan. I'll tell you that much. <laughs>
0: he might not want to hit. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Motherfucker wears a mask to the ring, but he can't wear one out in the restaurant.
1: Yeah. Uh, not surprising at all that it wasn't covered in his mouth or nose, though, I'll tell you about that. What? <laughs> but uh, Damien Priest, the big dog, uh, eliminated Kane there, which is huge. I feel like that's a huge accomplishment for him.
0: Oh, yeah. Two big guys. You eliminated the old big guy, and the new big guy's taking over.
1: Exactly, and then uh, number twenty-one was my pick, Dominic Mysterio, Booyakasha, booyaka. and this man, Lashley, comes out and tosses this kid, bro. He, yes, he said, "Get the hell out of my ring, kid. Welcome yeah, to the business."
0: Right. He probably could have threw him on the announce table if he aimed it. He
1: had, he put some air behind that man, and then, uh. Big E and Lashley kind of get back, go back and forth and then stand back. Number 23, the hurricane comes in and they do the exact spot. I don't know if you caught this. They did the exact spot from the 2003 Rumble. 2002 Rumble, I should say. And he tries to choke slam Big E and Lashley and then gets eliminated. That's the exact spot he did with the two-man power trip with uh, Triple H and <laughs> Stone Cold. Exact, like, beat for beat. Exact spot.
0: What's up with that?
1: <laughs> I loved it, man. Shout out to the hurricane. Shane Helms one time. Shout out to the three count. Hell yeah. I don't, I can't remember the three count song right now. I almost started singing it, but I don't know it.
0: Shout <laughs> uh, out to what
1: was the Super Rosie? Oh, Super Rosie, the the uh what was his name? The super it was an acronym for something. Superhero yeah. in charge or superhero in training. That's what it was, superhero in that's training. What, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah. Uh, that Shout the Rosie. Shout the three-minute warning. He got three minute three warning was hard, bro. Minutes. Uh, they were all foo up. Yeah, for real. got yeah, that ruled. You got something that ruled, man. Huge pop from me here. Go! If you close your eyes, you might see the truth revealed. Scars never heal. Dude, Christian looked great, man. He came out first time wrestling a match in seven years. he killed kill him, like, not missing a beat, man. He looked great here. Absolutely. Shout, out to, gone. The, shout out to the peeps one time. The Peeps show. Let's go. They all eliminated Bobby Lashley and Edge and Christian hug one time in the ring, which I thought was awesome.
0: That's dope.
1: And then AJ Styles comes out after Christian in this... Uh, I know you're not a TNA, Mark, like I am. The I, Christian yeah, Co- I did
0: notice that. I did notice that. I'm like, the, yo, TNA, for sure.
1: That's kind of cool. The Christian Coalition is back, baby. <laughs> well, see, I didn't know about the Christian Coalition. I don't know it, about it that. It was Christian Cage, AJ Styles, and the big man Tyson, Tomco. Shout out to Tom Co one time.
0: Uh, what's he up to?
1: Who knows? Probably just on a boat somewhere. I feel like tomco has got to be on a boat right now. Just chilling.
0: <laughs> With his sick tats. <laughs>
1: yeah, shout out to Tomko. But, man. Oh, shout out to almost man this man grabbed biggie by his head and just pulled him out dude's arm is so long he just literally stood from the ground and reached over the top rope and brought him out
0: right that's how i was like so, how is that legal somebody's not in the rumble have they done that before
1: there's no rules in the royal rumble ah! <laughs> okay, I, was, I was bummed Biggie got eliminated so early but uh what can you do i was like, really bummed then we got to uh, the bar reunion with Seamus and Cesaro. Also speaking of Cesaro, his contract apparently runs up right after WrestleMania and I'm putting this into the universe. Give me a Kings of, Re- Kings of Wrestling reunion and let me be there in person. Put Give me Kings of Wrestling oh. versus besties in the world. Kings of Wrestling versus oh, Top Flight. Put give, Send them to AEW. Oh, Who's Kings, Kings of Wrestling? Wrestling? Him and Chris Hero? And Yep, that's it. Him and Chris oh, Hero. Got gotcha. yep. Chris is awesome. That young do you
0: think he stays or do you think he goes? I think
1: he should go, man. This dude needs to be a world champion somewhere. He's so good. Please. No, I
0: agree. I think he's... Uh, I think he stays, though.
1: I think he probably stays, but I, I'm just ho- sending it out in the universe. He's made enough money. Go get yourself a title. Please.
0: Yeah. Fuck you, yeah,
1: dude. But uh, then, uh, again, we had uh, Bailey coming out here. No, I'm just kidding. She just has the same exact theme music as Seth Rollins. <laughs>
0: she. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know who... Like They showed the sun on the screen and yes. all this stuff and and Michael calls, like, we haven't seen this guy since so and so. I'm like, who is it? Like, he can't say, like, oh, it's this guy before we see, like, yeah, who it is. Did you know who it was before?
1: Yeah, I knew who it was. It and I, I, I remember the themes because I remember talking shit that they had to see the same theme song as Bailey, along, like, <laughs> when he was still there. <laughs> so Seth Rollins comes back from being a dad. He's still, I mean, he, he's, he's still a dad, but, like, <laughs> he, left his, he left his child. Becky was backstage and she tweeted a picture of the curtain during the Women's Rumble, just a <laughs> troll people which i thought Damn. was hilarious <laughs> that's funny uh, but seth comes out he eliminates daniel bryan who like i said i thought he, daniel bryan was gonna win this and i was like oh wow i don't know where they're going with it now braun Strowman comes out at 30 eh. and then uh <laughs> but uh seth tries to team up with braun and he's like nah so he <laughs> he slams him into the final four edge christian braun Strowman, and seth rollins well final four sort of so yeah it was yeah, exactly. So they all eliminate Braun, and it comes down to Edge, Christian, and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins gets eliminated, and it... Wait, no. Ed, Christian gets eliminated, and then it's Edge and Seth Rollins. Seth Rollins starts to eliminate Edge. Edge turns it around on him, which I thought was awesome. Edge wins the Rumble, you think, and then RKO out of nowhere, and then I'm like, oh, Randy Orton's just gonna not be in the match and then win, huh? And then, nope. They, they swerve. us. Edge throws him over the top rope. Edge wins the Royal Rumble 11 years after being his last his last Royal Rumble win, which is insane, so dope. I I thought it was really cool. It's just insane to see it happen. I was hoping it was. I don't know. I'm not mad at it. I was. I just had different expectations going into it. But I'm, what, I'm, what did you think was going to happen? I thought it was gonna be Brian because hmm. he hasn't never he hasn't won a Royal Rumble. Oh wow! I never. I didn't know that. Yeah, because he, he got screwed out of it. Remember, that's what the yes movement happened because they gave that world to Batista when everybody wanted it to be Brian that year.
0: Yeah, I figured, uh, yeah, towards the end, I figured it would be Edge just because he had been um, in there a long time. It makes the more, most sense. They probably just signed him to a big contract to come back. Yeah. And he just got back from being injured. So he probably wants another title run or at least a shot. So like you said, I'm not mad at it. It's fine, you know. Yeah, that was really cool, much worse for all Rumbles, so yeah,
1: absolutely. So I, I was happy with it, it was a fun show and definitely top to bottom, a really fun show, besides Peter Rosenberg getting the belt. But agreed, let's talk Even about the Goldberg match,
0: surprise, yeah, Gol- surprise.
1: yeah Goldberg match was actually fun,
0: yeah.
1: But now we can talk about uh Tuesday night Impact Wrestling. We'll start it off, run it down real quick. Rich Swan starts with the promo and talk about how he's gonna he calls it Johnny dream. He says, I know. No surrenders on your birthday, your, t- your 50th birthday. You've done a lot for my career, so how about you give a title shot? How about that? I'll give you a title shot for your birthday. Then <laughs> Sammy Callahan comes out, and says, No, 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 look at Dreamer and again. <laughs> Thumbs up. Thumbs down. So he says that he deserves a title shot more than Dreamer. And then Chris Bay comes out and he says, Hey, it could be my birthday too. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> and he says, How about you giving away gifts? Give me one too. And then Moose comes out. Mr. TNA Wrestling, or Mr. Impact Wrestling, the TNA World Champion. He says, you know, I'm the only one in this ring that uh, Switch Swan hasn't beaten, so I think it's kind of clear what's going to happen here. So they start brawling, and the baby faces take control because because Willie Mack comes back to help the baby face side, and then Ken Shamrock comes and lays waste to everybody, and that kind of that kind of leads to Rich Swan and the rest of the, of the baby faces in the back kind of just angrily going to Scott DeMore's office and after a match, but they're a uh, one-person short and he says you know you guys are one person short so i can't make this match but i see somebody in here who might be able to help you and they don't really refuel who that is into the main event which we'll talk about that in a second but next we saw matt cardona and Josh alexander taking on ace austin and madman fulton which was a fun little match matt cardona and i pick up the wind with the uh, radio silence here so is he is
0: he just doing he's just doing like a one-off right
1: yeah like per uh per appearance type of deal gotcha and then we saw the other half of uh, that old tag team champions, <laughs> Brian Myers taking on Eddie Edwards and Brian Myers won by DQ because Eddie Edwards lost his mind and started biting this man's head and gouging his eyes out.
0: <laughs> like, oh, my no, God,
1: no. It. Eddie Edwards going crazy. So I don't know where they're going with that, but this man was awful. <laughs> <laughs> and then we saw Tenille Dashwood taking on Rosemary and Rosemary ended up taking the win with the ads above. So below. Shout out to Rosemary. Shout out to Decay. I couldn't think of the name for the <laughs> stable for a second. <laughs> and then, speaking of a stable, we got representing Violent by Design, the big dog Joe Doring
0: taking Ooh. on
1: Jake. What's his name?
0: Something.
1: And this is some big boys beating the hell out of each other. And Joe Doring picked up the win here. And after the match, V by D decided to attack. And they were going to pulmonize Jake something's leg with the uh, chair, put it around his ankle. They start to attack. And Eric, and he's like, you know what? I'll give you one more chance to think about joining the cause and then they, or leaving us alone. But, hey, you decide and they, they just kind of left him there to, to simmer in the thoughts of he just, him being able to get his ankle broken seconds before.
0: <laughs> right. Jake, something, joining them, bro, it's over.
1: Yeah, that's, that's a scary group. I think Jake something needs to be a, just a scary monster baby face, though.
0: Yeah, I agree.
1: But then we saw the main event. So it was uh, Moose, Sammy Hallahan, Chris Bay, and Ken Shanrock. Taking on the team of Rich Swan, Tommy Dreamer, Willie Mack, and their surprise partner, the Fresh Prince of Midair, Trey Miguel. <laughs> This—he's uh, back, man. Trey's back. He did not go to WWE with the rest of the rascals. They're gonna—and he comes back with new gear, new entrance theme, and they—they obviously are gonna make him a bigger deal. I said last year he was pushing to make been the champion in that scramble match that they did for the title, but I think they're gonna—he's gonna finally get it here. So but,
0: uh, uh real quick, was the Rascals deal they were they had just I think we talked about this, but they had just offered a deal to the two guys that went and not Trey Miguel or Trey Miguel just said no.
1: I believe he they didn't offer him one, from what I've I haven't seen. That's I don't know, it's weird.
0: That's so weird to me.
1: Either that or he said no, but I don't I don't know. Uh it was it's very strange. Hmm. But but that's that is this is a fun match and then after the match Ken Shamrock start, starts destroying the ref and puts him in the ankle lock because of course <laughs> Ken Shamrock world dangerous man, most dangerous man and that just like that the show comes to an end. It was a fun episode of Impact like always man. They very consistent show I'd say. Yeah, always, definitely. Always a good time. But hey, I'm wearing my British Strong style shirt right now. I don't know if you can tell because it's a black on black shirt, but dang yeah, that's good now. <laughs> What happened over uh, across the pond on, <laughs> on NXT UK, is it?
0: Right. We saw he said we got Jordan Devlin coming out and cutting a promo. No, I'm not going to do that the whole time.
1: The irish Shores.
0: Go Ace. No, that's something else. Uh, yeah, so we get Jordan Devlin. He comes out talking, talking some shit. Talking about how nobody can take this belt. He's the true Cruiserweight champion which he's right. And then he gets interrupted by Trent Seven who comes out and says that, you know, he wants to get back on the right track. So he's thinking about losing the weight to challenge for the cruiserweight there title. So no
1: damn way. That's a big boy. <laughs>
0: Jordan Devins said, you've been eating too many vegan kebabs.
1: Oh, so poor he goes, guy. if you
0: get down to 205, I'll, let you, I'll give you a, a shot.
1: What is his build weight right now? You keep he talking. I'm going to look and see. He <laughs>
0: passed away. I'm gonna say
1: 240, at least. I'm, I'm looking; at my internet's not loading. Hold on, uh, let's see. He oh, is, I need to know this. Because there's no no fucking. This man is built at 216. That's a damn lie.
0: That's a lie. <laughs> that's a damn lie. Is right.
1: There's no shout out to 107. No disrespect. he's like a,
0: it's like a foot taller than Jordan Devlin.
1: Exactly. <laughs> he is not 215 pounds. That's that's lighter than. Not oh two hundred five.
0: So they he only had to lose ten pounds.
1: I mean, eh, maybe it is. Maybe maybe it is true. But yeah, maybe.
0: But so Devlin kind of disrespects him, says he's fat. You know, if you can get down two hundred five, I'll give you a match. You know, but I doubt it's going (laughs) to happen. So then Seven smacks him in the head and throws him out of the ring. And then Devlin tries to grab the belt that's still in the ring. Seven the old the old uh, classic. He steps on the belt. Yeah, so. Then we get a promo package for Miko Satamura.
1: My, yes sir. Dude, she, she looks rolls. like an ass
0: beater. She's kicking the fuck out of some girls.
1: They're I'm excited old. for her to be over there, man. That's gonna be, this be yeah. crazy.
0: This is definitely she's uh, man, if they push her right from just from this promo package, you could tell she could be the next champ for sure.
1: Yeah, she's so really
0: nobody on that level. Like, she's a
1: legend, either. man. She's like a, a certified Joshi legend.
0: Yeah, so hopefully they have her for more than just a match or two. I think
1: she's, like, fully signed.
0: Oh, that's dope. Yeah, so
1: she might be your next champion.
0: I'm going to put it out there.
1: I could see that for sure. So that was cool.
0: Then we next we get uh, Benjamin Carter versus Sam Gradwell. (laughs) That freak. Yeah. (laughs) So this was actually a really good match. Uh, Gradwell was kind of the veteran in this situation. He controlled the match mostly. Um. Carter hits, uh, basically to finish it off, it was kind of a little bit back and forth, like Gradwell, mostly was in control. Ben Carter hits a moonsault and then catches him in the
1: scorpion death drop. The AJ Styles gimmick. Exactly. The phenomenal flatliner, phenomenal something. Yes,
0: yes, flatliner, exactly. So he hits that, goes up top, and I always love when, like a high flyer guy, RVD was the one that I first saw do this, was jump from the... Yeah, he did the thumbs. That, too, that was the first thing. The whole <laughs> fucking show. But jumping from the mat all the way to the top rope.
1: Oh, yeah. Love that.
0: He, this is what Benjamin Carter did, the same thing. A big old frog
1: splash for the win. Shout out to the prodigy of pro wrestling, man.
0: Yeah, Ben Ben Carter gets the win there. Then we get uh, Shea Samuels versus Josh Morrell. I don't know if you know who Josh Morrell is.
1: Never heard of him. Shaw Samuel, Sha Samuel is the big dog.
0: Saw saw Samuel. Wait, saw Sam. That's a hard name to say. It is. So, Morel was kind of a jobber here. It was just a long squash. I like Samuel's outfit because it's just like the regular tights but he has suspenders. Yeah. (laughs) That's so fucking dope. Like, he's just wrestling in a pub Constant. He's going to wrestle and he's going to go work in a pub.
1: Hey, he's got to do what he's got to do. You know what I (laughs) mean?
0: Right. What's so easy? So, Next, we get an Ilya Dragunov promo where he's talking about, oh, I don't know what happened to me last week. You know, I kind of snapped on Jack Stars, and I just don't remember. I'm just a loose cannon kind of a gimmick. And then we get Sam Bradwell walk by and kind of like, oh, we got a crazy man. Here. This, <laughs>
1: this freak. <laughs> We're
0: so <laughs> we see? So that will probably be a match next week.
1: This man, Ilya, put the snap on this dude too.
0: He probably will. He's gonna knock the mohawk right off his head.
1: Hey, you should. <laughs> so the next we
0: get a Rampage Brown um, promo, and it gets kind of like interrupted by Joe Coffee walking through. So then they start talking shit. So next week it'll probably be Rampage Brown. He gets ch- he challenges Joe Coffey to a match. That'll be a banger for sure. They're about to beat the
1: hell out of each other right there for sure.
0: Absolutely. So then we get our main event which is a four-way tag team elimination match for a number one contender spot.
1: Hell yeah. And we
0: get Oliver Carter and Ashton Smith, which I've only seen Oliver Carter in a few m- matches. I haven't seen Ashton Smith work yet. But that team against The Hunt and against Flash Morgan Webster and Mark Andrews.
1: South Wales subculture. Yep,
0: versus Pretty Deadly. Oh, yeah. So we get those four. So uh, – First, though, this is surprising. So the hunt gets eliminated first by, really? Oliver, yeah, by Oliver and Smith with a, a doomsday device kind of cutter. Like he had him up there and then uh, Jordan jumps and hits him with the, the cutter, basically. That's sick. So that was cool. And then Pretty Deadly had Andrews, I believe, in a suplex. Like he was going to suplex him from out of the ring or to, from in the ring to out of the ring. Yeah. So his back was laid across the ropes, uh, one of Pretty Deadly. They are laid across the ropes. And Jordan comes, jumps up on the top rope, and then uses him laying across the top rope as a springboard, like as a platform to jump off. Oh, yeah. (laughs) He he went to do a moonsault off of his back, and he slipped. Oh, no. When he slipped, he did the moonsault. But then on the way down, he didn't go out far enough, and it looked like he caught his chin on the apron. (laughs) Like I don't understand how he didn't knock his, his ass out. Like, Jesus Christ. He definitely hit the apron on the way down. He caught most of it. On the other guys, you know they're bunched up enough. Yeah. This shit just looked rough. Brutal. Looked, yeah, it, yeah, it looked like, whew, that didn't look good. So then Andrews and Webster hit uh their it was a V trigger poison rana combination. Yeah, nice. And they eliminate Smith and Carter. Then it's so it's down to pretty deadly in Andrews and Webster. Eddie Dennis runs in and hits Andrews in the knee with a chair. So then, pretty deadly. Get uh, they do a. It's like a double team neckbreaker. Like, so if I have you in a belly to belly, but I have you lifted up a little bit, yeah. Then the other guy comes and and he he runs past and. So nice like, runner. sort of like
1: a heart attack with a neckbreaker.
0: Yes, exactly, exactly. So that's their finisher, and they get that, and they get the win. So it'll be pretty deadly against the Gala boys
1: on top. That sounds like it should be good. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, NXT UK always putting on a show.
0: Always, yeah. And the main event was a standout for sure.
1: We're gonna have to check that match out. But, whew, talking about a match, man. AEW Dynamite World's Cold, but a bundle of love, Eddie Kingston versus Lance Archer. <laughs> this match was a banger, man. They said, uh, "We got, we got a, a little bit of time. We gonna go crazy." They came out, start beating the hell of each other. Just Eddie kicking the hell out of Archer's legs. Lance Archer said, all right, you want to kick me? How about you die now? He takes Eddie <laughs> Kingston and hits him with the most disgusting chokesman from inside the ring over the top rope onto the apron. And Eddie yes. Kingston said, I'm just going to take this on my hip and my back.
0: <laughs> I was like, my God, the match just started.
1: Dude, it looked like it hurt so bad.
0: Yes, it did. You know it did.
1: And this was just a, such a fun match, man. Archer's in control a lot of the he does all his spots. He does like a crazy like ripcord you're a thing, which yeah. He does the the course the old school into the moonsault, which is insane. That dude's like
0: 6'10. Jesus. <laughs> He's a monster.
1: <laughs> right? The mortar, the murder hawk monster, man. But as as uh, Archer hits the blackout and, and he starts to go for the uh EBD claw. Jake Roberts gets dragged out by the butcher, and the blade, and he's like, oh, no, what are you doing? Uh, uh, blah, blah, blah. Help me, Archer. And as that's happening, the bunny, Allie, comes out and hands, uh, <laughs> he she hands Eddie Kingston a knuckle duster, Ooh. and, and <laughs> Kingston hits the hurricane, which is the spinning back fist, with a yeah. knuckle duster on, which is so sick. It's so cool that he didn't just hit him with the punch. He hit he, he still hit his finish right. with the knuckle duster on, and that gets him the win, which I love. And then the failure starts beating them down even more. They hit full death, and then he hits another hurricane and uh that's so good, man, so good. But next week, this coming week on Dynamite at Beach Break, they just announced announced yesterday the day before on Twitter it's going to be a rematch of this, but it's going to be a, a lumberjack match.
0: Oh shit!
1: So you thought they went hard here? Now they're going to be on like the, the pay per view on TV. Uh, they're about to they're oh, about yeah. to tear it up. <laughs> going
0: to put on for sure.
1: That's going to be so good. And then uh. Um, we got a John Moxie promo here. He kind of he 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 uh referenced an old shield promo in this, which I, I don't know if you noticed, but he he mm-hmm. referenced. So he goes, I'm a simple man. I, I like my coffee hot. I like my uh, my water room temperature. I like sex in the morning. And I like I forget what else he said, but that's it's like word for word, not word for word, but beat for beat out of a shield promo. Because, mm. like, I think it's on purpose. Because at the end, he said, I just like a six man tag, man. You know me. So, like, kind of referencing that the Shield is a three man group.
0: Oh, yeah. Huh. So, it's I, random for sure.
1: It's just John Moxley doing things to pop himself. Because I don't think anybody. <laughs> I
0: guess, yeah. I never would have guessed that. I just I saw the promo. I just never Yeah. I don't remember the Shield one.
1: I only noticed because I saw somebody on Twitter post a side by side. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. But uh, speaking of promo, after that, we got the Darby and Sting promo about the street fight. And Sting <laughs> says, guys, you know, you said we're hoodlums. I'm not a hoodlum. Darby, he's a hoodlum. And then Darby says, uh, he gets up, he says, you know, on the streets, it doesn't matter if you fight by the rules. You just got to survive. And he says, I am a hoodlum. Just like you. He he throws the, <laughs> the skateboard out the window. And Sting kind of looks at him. He's like. He just snaps, starts beating the hell out of the windows. He was swinging that batman. man. It looked good. He was. I, a couple of the windows didn't even break. I'm like, God damn. Yeah. He was swinging that hard. He's going, like, oh no, how those windows he didn't was, break. He was,
0: yeah. He really was. I'm like, fuck.
1: He says, you know what? I'm a huddle too. And at Revolution, it's showtime. <laughs> God, I love Sting. Love that. I love Sting, man. He rules. Stuck. Man, I, I used to have the, the wrestle Buddy of Sting. I had a Sting oh, one hell and, yeah. and a the DDP. One? Yeah, yeah. I had the the Sting one and the DDP.
0: I had the fucking Ultimate Warrior and the Hulk Hogan one.
1: (laughs) I was I was out here putting throwing Canadian stories on Sting back in the day.
0: (laughs) My cat pissed on mine, which in uh, retrospect is the cat knew something I didn't. Obviously, yeah,
1: yeah, cat has some insider information there. (laughs) Hell yeah! But yeah, I'm excited for that street fight. But then we got I thought this was a Way better match than I thought it was going to be MJF and Jericho taking on the Varsity Blondes. This is like a 1980s tag team match.
0: <laughs> yeah, this was great. I think Pillman looked the best out of everybody, really. He was like a standout to me. I
1: thought uh, Griff Garrison looked really good here, actually. because mm. his, his hot tag, he literally just did like a 1980s baby face hot tag. Yeah. It, it looked good.
0: I actually saw a couple matches of his on the Ring of Honor reruns at work. On lunch. Oh, really? I'll put them on. And uh, it was him and... Uh, this younger kid, he looked like a character from Dragon Ball Z. He Had this like Super Saiyan hair, like crazy really? hair, uh, like bleach blonde. And then Griff Garrison and him were a tag team. Okay. And it must have been recent because he, he wrestled. There was no fans. So.
1: Interesting. But he I did the same
0: know. type of spots though. Hot tag with the yeah. spear and yeah, it was good.
1: He that, that was a good, they're good uh white meat baby faces, but it was, it was a fun match. But Jericho. Merked this dude Pillman, he jumps out of the air and says, "All right, I'm about to hit you really hard in your eye with his elbow." Yes. He destroys this dude with the Judas effect and hits a picture perfect lion salt. He he yeah. said, "I'm gonna hit the the highest lion salt I've hit in a while." He, he put some arc on that thing. He said,
0: "And the commentators put him over."
1: Yep, he looked directly into the camera, just smiled, and I was like, God oh, this dude, he man." Chris Jericho rules. Every, every, like everything outside the ring aside, Chris Jericho rules. I love this guy. Like yeah. he's he's on my, my, my Mount Rushmore. I, I like. Dude,
0: I can't it's so weird it. because I hear I I, I, I feel you on that, and that's definitely like that's our ar- that's definitely an argument you could have for sure to have him on a on Mount Rushmore. And it sucks because for everything stupid I hear about him, I actually, always hear like good things too. Yeah, which. Definitely. I mean, he can't he can't be a rotten person all the time. He probably wouldn't be where he is. But
1: yeah, I don't. Yeah, Jericho rules, man. This he he doesn't miss on AEW much. He's just and he like not even in AEW, just in his career in general. He's just such a consistent performer.
0: Yeah, he's always got good promos. He's he's always been yeah, like you said, he's always been consistent. Like yeah, he's great, man. I like Jericho
1: one hundred percent. And then speaking of promo, man, next we got the bastard pack. He cuts like a Derange's promo on the biz, Cliz. He just he, this man's crazy. He's, they need to take this get this man out of this house with this 1999 TV he has. Yeah, right. So they get they need
0: flat screen.
1: He, they, they need to get this man a video game console or something. This, this man's got to do something. He's, He's losing like, his thought, mind. I've
0: been watching the telly for 14 hours straight <laughs> and there's nothing on.
1: It's just him staring at himself in the television. (laughs) That's crazy. But he cuts a great promo here, man. Fox incredible. This dude's just incredible. Yeah. And then they showed Shaq's promo on Cody. Speaking of incredible, he said, Cody wrote you punk. You look like a punk. You got your blonde hair, you punk. Look like a girl, you punk. (laughs) (laughs) Shaq's crazy, man.
0: I love that he takes his glasses off.
1: Yep. Just to put them back on. Just
0: puts them back on like... Yeah, Shaq. Those rules. Glasses,
1: bro. Take them off. Shaq rules. So the he he challenges Cody to a match in March. And then Cody comes out with Arn and he says, you know what? I was supposed to have this match. I was thinking it was gonna be me and Sha- me and uh, Brandy against Shaq and Jay Cargo, but, but obviously things happen. Brandy's pregnant, so that's not happening. So you know what? I'm just gonna hand it off to Arn. He's gonna he's my coach. I'm gonna let him to defer to him to make the decision. Then Arn does his long-winded promo. That kind of just basically goes around to him saying, you know, if you're going to do this, you got to go into it with a full head. And I see somebody, you can't do this alone. I've seen somebody lately who has something. And I think I'm just going to let them come down and show you that Red Velvet comes out. She got a really good promo. This is the first time I had seen her cut a promo. And she she was good, man. I, This is definitely, I think her first promo was better than Jake Carlos Cargo's first promo, in my opinion, just like like the delivery of it. She seemed more comfortable with it, I feel like.
0: So, has she been wrestling, like, longer, or is she about to
1: I, I believe so, yeah. Okay. But... Yeah,
0: she definitely seemed more natural.
1: Yeah. She said... Yes, somewhere, though. She comes out, she says... She's, her answer from when... I'm Red Velvet, I'm about to stir your bitch ass up. And then JR oh. says, Ooh, bitch ass. I thought you know she's mad, which is, like, so unnecessary.
0: <laughs> of course, the JR had to say, Ow, oh, she said bitch ass. Now she, you know she's serious.
1: He didn't need to say that. Like, <laughs> let the moment he also breathe. It
0: uh, ain't nothing but a G thing.
1: Yeah, he, he did say that. When, when, uh, Snoop came out.
0: Oh, God.
1: <laughs> and then we got a promo package for uh, Kip and Penelope's wedding this upcoming week on Base Break. And that led into Hangman Adam Page against the Hollywood hunk Ryan Nemeth. <laughs> Hangman Page's lower third set accompanied by crippling emotional damage. <laughs> This man's going through it. <laughs> <laughs> this man is, but Ryan Nemeth is for sure Dolph Ziggler's brother. Man, he came out and did all the Dolph Ziggler gimmicks.
0: <laughs> Dude, I thought that was a joke. Everybody's like, "It's Dolph's brother." I'm like, "Yeah, it kind of looks like him." And no, then, like, no, it's really his brother. I'm like, yeah, it's "Oh shoot. fuck, I did not know that."
1: He came out and did all. He did the little hip shake. He did the the, the, yep. the headstand. Headlock. He did the Dolph Ziggler DDT. He, he did He did the drop kick. He did everything.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> he said, "My brother wrestles on TV too." <laughs>
0: <laughs> I want to be like my brother.
1: But with that being said, he looked good in the match. Like he he was selling his ass off for Hangman. Hangman was beating the shit out
0: of this dude. Oh yeah, dude. He clothes on the fuck out that buckshot lariat. Did he, did
1: he hit. He hit a nasty clothes like larry at first and then he hit the buckshot <laughs> he laid le- le- it even more i was like jesus christ yes. brother yeah, ziggler is
0: match. this is probably my second favorite match on the show i think
1: it was fun man hangman just rules and during the match man, hardy comes out and after after the win hangman brings up to the he's like what are you doing out here man and shivani is interviewing them both and hardy says you know i, I i've noticed that you're you're changing in the in the hallway what's going on here like I, if you ever need some support i got you man you're, you're a good person you get, i know you need to hear that right now he says you know i got so much room in my locker room that you can just come change with me and then shavani's like hey, i would take that up with him if you want if you if. <laughs> yeah and then i kind of they just kind of leave it there i think i i love the storyline of every faction trying to recruit hangman at a page because they already know mm-hmm. how he's like such a star
0: yeah oh definitely
1: which is perfect because like the elite ftr did it uh, yeah, yeah. Dark Order, and now Matt Hardy. Like it's perfect. It's like very subtle, long-term storytelling. Of everybody seeing that he's great besides him, and the moment right. he does realize, is game over.
0: Oh, that's cool. I hope they go that
1: route. That's uh, that's that's where they're going. They got it because it, it's always they're always playing up on how his like emotional turmoil and how like unsure of himself he's always been, but then everybody else is trying to recruit him because they see in him what he doesn't see. So the moment he does realize. Is the moment he beats Kenny for the title, I
0: feel Ooh, like. Yes.
1: It's, uh, it, that's that's where they're going with it. And it's gonna be like a year from now, probably, but it's gonna be so good when it happens.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I'm excited for it. But after that, man, we got a hell of a match. Darks Harroway taking on Jungle Boy Jack Perry. This is a whew, this is a banger, man. They were working here.
0: <laughs> yes, this was old school for sure.
1: And they had uh Tully and cash wheeler handcuffed to luchasaurus on the outside so they couldn't interfere which i thought was a great touch it added to like it just added to the story of it i thought that was awesome yeah yeah i like that but man they were they were working here they started off just immediately chopping the hell out of each other and as they did that they i knew that's what kind of mess this is going to be but there was so much here the slingshot liger bomb that dax harwood hit dude he basically just power bombed him full force onto the top rope and then hit him with a lager bomb. I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> he laid it on him, man. He put some stake on that powerbomb. Uh, they were just going back and forth, back and forth. Dax was in the control of a lot of it, but during the match, Jungle Boy was just working over his arm because at one point he posted himself because he was trying to go in for, like, a shorter tackle in the corner. But Jungle Boy got out of the way. He posted himself, and that kind of was the story of the match from there. But, man. I just love this. Before we get to the finish, was there anything else that really caught your eye in here?
0: No, both these guys, I love that this was such a great showing of what both these guys can do in singles oh, yeah. competition. And I I know you probably won't agree, but I love Lucha Express with just Jungle Boy and Luchasaurus. I think that works better. Jurassic Express, sorry, not Lucha Express. That's a different thing, <laughs> but... I just like those two. I like when they. I like that they keep it just a tag team. I w- I would prefer that because Marco Stunt just kind of. I feel like it's just too much. I don't no know to him, but it's just too much for me. I like just that tag team.
1: I feel like Luchasaurus doesn't have enough for like for it just to be them because Luchasaurus. If you think about it, Luchasaurus does one spot a match. Realistically, he comes, he does the tail whip, and that's it.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's true.
1: I think that's why they kind of have Marco there because they realized they did. not like Luchasaurus is cool, but he's not really the, the versatile talent. Besides the, the one hot tag,
0: and then they cut the they cut the uh, the horns off the mask
1: too. Yeah, I thought that was awesome. <laughs> that was hilarious. And at, and then that uh, <laughs> uh, Tully comes in, he powders them. He like he grabs the powder and throws it in their face. I mm-hmm. thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and then they, like you said, they cut the horns off the mask and they just lay them out. But uh, as they go to cut Jungle Boy's hair. Uh, marco su and top flight come out to make the save and yeah
0: because so what do you think like why would they cut the horns off you think
1: just to be assholes say.
0: say what
1: <laughs> just to be assholes
0: <laughs> yeah it's true
1: and then oh man speaking of assholes team taz is out <laughs> this this was so sick I, dude, team taz is so cool man they, they're on the back these and they're saying, oh, Sting, you, you see your hoodlums? You, we're on first day and basis now. Well, how about this? They go out to the outside and they see the, the Sting and Darby merch set up. They say, well, where's the, the FTW merch at? Huh? Where's the, where's the Team Taz merch? And they're just pissed. Hook Hajime's out here going crazy. He, <laughs> This dude, I can't wait to see a full match of his because everything he does looks like real. <laughs> it looks like a shoot every time he does anything.
0: Who? His son? Yeah, Hook. I I don't think I caught that. What was he doing?
1: He kicked this dude and then hit him with like a judo throat. (laughs) And then he picked him up and threw him over the guardrail. Yeah,
0: because he's training with uh, Team Taz.
1: The Team Taz Dojo.
0: That's right.
1: And then they did the uh, Kevin Nash, Rey Mysterio spot, the, the lawn dart into the trailer.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Which
1: I love. And then Ricky Starks is the strongest man on the planet, apparently, because he picked up this dude, press slams him like he's a feather, and just tosses him in the air and through the table.
0: Yeah, yeah, because Ricky, he's fucking just jacked.
1: Yeah, and and the dude he picked up was not a small guy. He just, like, no. press slams this guy. Like, it was, it was crazy.
0: Team <laughs> Taz is, like, one of the best, I feel like, factions in AEW, for sure, that doesn't get enough, like, doesn't get enough love, I guess.
1: They're in a, they're in a storyline with Sting.
0: That's very true.
1: <laughs> so you've that's, to be, the
0: big, that's true. How much bigger could you get? I mean, I don't know. Fuck, <laughs> give him the belt
1: too. Dude, shout out the team Taz. This so cool. Literally, it's just so I, I want an FTW hat so bad. They're always wearing yeah. them, and they're not up anywhere. and It pisses me off so bad. They're not.
0: not they're not for sale.
1: Not yet. Taz is posting like yeah, coming soon. Coming soon. I want one so bad.
0: <laughs>
1: that son of up bitch. God. I. I you know oh.
0: how to sell Taz merch better than he does.
1: Apparently, man. Shout out, shout out to Taz, but I want that hat, man. I know you buried me on Twitter, but I just want the hat. It's so cool. Give him <laughs> the hat, brother. Team Taz is so just cool. Just give us a
0: hat, a couple of mocks.
1: <laughs> but next, we got uh, Britt Baker taking on Shauna. It was a fun little match. Britt Baker did all his spots. She hit a pretty nasty sling bit on the outside, which I thought was pretty cool. But, uh, of course, Rebel was doing her normal distraction there in the match, but I, th- I thought Shauna looked pretty good here.
0: Yeah. I'm not real familiar with her work. I, I may have seen her on dark.
1: Yeah. She was gone for a while. Her. Cause she's from S- Brazil or somewhere like that. Spain, okay. Portugal, Portugal. That's where she's from.
0: Portugal.
1: Okay. Yeah. So she was gone. She wasn't in, in the U S she just kind of made her way back this past month. I believe, which I think she lives in the U S now. So she'll be around more, I believe
0: there you go they need more women talent for sure
1: absolutely but uh Britt baker picks up the win here of course with the lockjaw and after the match he hits a curb stomp and throws in the lockjaw again and then thunder rosa's team hits and she hits the ring and they powder out like of course they don't want none of that but yeah. there we got of course next week brit uh brit baker for thunder rosa finally they've been building this for a while
0: yes they have this would be a good match
1: yeah, it'll be great. And this is where they announced the, the uh, first match that they have announced for the women's tournament: Riho versus Serena Deeb, which I think will be great. It's interesting that they're having this match on the U.S. bracket side of the bracket, though, because I, from what I thought, it was gonna be like half U.S. versus half Japan. But I think it kind of confirmed my my other guess is that they're gonna film half in Japan and then f- us uh, fly over the person who wins that side of the bracket.
0: Okay, that makes sense
1: just kind of the safer way to do it during a pandemic, I guess.
0: Yeah. Do you think there'll be any like big surprises or?
1: I don't know. Uh, I don't know. Like I, they haven't really announced much, so I don't know what to expect. Right. But after that, we got Sammy and MJF backstage. MJF is kind of like, Hey man, I know, I know that uh, last week Warlow kind of stuck his nose in the business. I, I didn't tell him to do that, man. And Sammy's like, I'm not stupid, man. I know what you're doing. And MJF is kind of like stops playing his, 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 his gimmick, and he's just like, uh, You want to play this? Are you want to play this, this way, Sammy? And Sammy's like, I'm not playing. <laughs> <laughs> he's real serious. Oh, I love it. I think that match will be great, honestly.
0: Oh, yeah. Then he said something on Twitter, like, I
1: try to be nice. He did, yeah. But then <laughs> after that, we got Dasha interviewing the Young Bucks and the Good Brothers, the Bullet Club. <laughs> they're all wearing the Biz Clids, the and they're all uh, wearing two sweet shirts. And the good brothers popped me big here because they said, we're going to go out there and do our favorite thing. Beat up John Voxley, which is like <laughs> a callback to the beat up John Cena thing they do with AJ. Yep. <laughs> I thought that was hilarious. <laughs> and they call themselves the Bullet Club here. Like, they just say, it's a, it's a full Bullet Club party over here, man.
0: <laughs> so I thought, but I, I thought that the Young Bucks didn't like them because they were in on Kenny, like, you know, picking on him, I guess. Or not picking on him, but swerving him.
1: They don't like... Callus. they're cool with the good brothers
0: oh okay
1: that's what they said here they said you, you know as long as you guys weren't in on it we're good man but Callus, he needs to stay away and then Callus comes up with kenny and kenny says hey we, we gotta we got talk guys and callous i know i'm right about this thing now because he's wearing the most over the top band-aid on that eye yeah he it is not real they did not do nothing to that man <laughs> and
0: they said something to, like along the lines of like we never we didn't do that
1: yeah exactly so i, I think I think that'd be cool, but as that's happening, the Bucks music system was like, Oh, we gotta go, we gotta go. And right. that leads to the main event, the biz cliz taking on the dark order, the dark order being uh Uno, Grayson, John Silver, and Alex Reynolds. And this is a PWG main event match, man. This thing this match ruled. Johnny Hungy. Johnny was hungry. He was hungry for that. <laughs> Luke Gallows. He calls Gallows out, man. He says, I want the big guy. This Bobby between them was so fun. Uh, there's this is so much here, man. Uh, Stu Grayson really showed out here too. I thought he looked really good here.
0: Yeah, he, definitely. And looks like Uno lost weight.
1: He did. He looks. He's looking really good. Uh, they there was a a speedball Mike Bailey reference here. I don't, I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he, this dude, it's a guy who was on one of the. He would have been in NXT right now if he didn't. If what did happen didn't happen, so he was on a tear in the Indies and he's from Canada, but he got popped for some visa stuff so he was like he was going over and selling merch without claiming it Mm. so they popped him and he was banned for the from the US for four years I believe so but his his uh ban is coming up this year if if they don't sign speedball Mike Bailey matter of fact next week we're we're watching the speedball Mike Bailey match for the match of the week because this dude is crazy he he literally wrestles like you're playing Mortal Kombat and just button mashing Damn, insane he's
0: insane
1: (laughs) He's insane, this dude. Rules. And he's friends
0: with these guys, or yeah.
1: And he was like a P- he was uh frequent in PWG, and uh, Stu did a, one of his moves, like one of his reversals, and Excalibur called it out on commentary. He's like, "Oh, shit, shape the Speedball, Mikey, Day, Bailey." Oh, fuck yeah! But man, this this match was just so fun. Uh, the the triple power bomb that they did on the outside was cool. The 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 uh, Avern bomb, uh, so much they did the Silver and Reynolds combo, like the powerbomb the power bomb. German suplex lariat thing into yeah. the into the fatality was so cool. <laughs> yes, very and much then, so. And and then that they do the uh, the bizcliz does the quadruple two sweet super kick kind of <laughs> so instead of the BTE trigger they just go too sweet all of yeah. them and throw a super kick and then the Bucks hit the multi driver for the win. This is just a hell of a match, man. And after the match, Matt Jackson cuts a promo says. You know, this is the tag team battle world next week, but we're in there, and if we win, we get to choose our partner or our, our opponents for Revolution, and it could be anybody. And they look over, <laughs> and the the good brothers say, I, "I like that. We could. How about we just too sweet on that?" And as they, they say, "Too sweet," and Jr. goes, "Oh, there's another T-shirt. This man just hates everything." <laughs> <man>. <laughs> but. And 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 then Ray Fina comes out and hits the most insane springboard dropkick I've ever seen in my. Life. This man went like 15 feet in the air. Dude,
0: he went through the fucking ropes and then just landed on the on the guardrail and just oh, sat there like, yeah, I to do it,
1: dude. It's, it's, he's insane. And then uh, Moxie comes out as well. And <laughs> dude, Kenny Omega, Kenny Omega comes out with his shoe, tries <laughs> to blind Moxie, and <laughs> Moxie says, "Yeah, he says, no sir." Moxie hits him with a paradigm shift and Kenny Omega sells like he just got shot in the head. This bit, yes. he, he stood on his head for like 10 seconds. It was insane. <laughs> he sold the hell out of that paradigm shift. Ah, so good, man. This is just a, such a great way to end the show. Such a great way to build up that match next week. It's going to be so yeah. fun. So fun. But let's talk about NXT real quick. So we hopped in. And it was a uh, Dusty Rhodes tag team cup class or tag team classic match that opened the show. Drake Maverick, Kelly and Dane taking on M. SK, throw it up <laughs> <laughs> or down, whatever you want to do. Hey, whatever you want to do. I mean, take, I mean, they're throwing it down themselves. So, would you? I they, ah. they got it all messed up, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, this man, this team was so full. This match was so fun. Both these teams are fun. I think I really like the straight Maverick and Killian Dane stuff still. They kind of like put it on the back burner for a little bit but they still have the chemistry it's yeah it's, it's, real it's nice to
0: see them like actually working together not him just getting knocked out every week
1: yeah exactly <laughs> but, but I'm glad they yeah, still,
0: this, this was a good match though. So I, I enjoyed this opening match
1: definitely and I'm still like I'm glad they still let the rascals do all the rascal stuff like yes all their spots they did all of it the and Bronco Buster love that the Bronco Buster they did the uh, hot fire flame or whatever it's called the assisted standing or shooting star press
0: yeah
1: which that move was so cool like I, i've seen it so many times that i'll never get like tired of it it's so cool yeah it definitely catches you off guard. you're like
0: damn that's pretty cool never seen that
1: and then they of course they win with their uh heart attack blockbuster gimmick they've been doing so yeah. they're pushing them big man they're pushing them big and speaking of somebody they're pushing big the lone star kurt stallion man <laughs> he has a promo here and he has he really just they let him do like a full promo and it was really cool to build up this Cruiserweight title match and you could tell that they have big plans for this guy which is so surprising to me because when he got signed I was like what the hell are they going to do with Kurt Stallion like I love the guy but I don't see him as a WWE guy but after seeing him be there for a while you could tell they they like this guy
0: yeah Triple H I feel like he's probably behind that yeah paying like attention to him
1: it, he's man we've been seeing Kurt Stallion for years so it's so cool to see him get the spot
0: yeah definitely
1: and then we got a, uh, a women's t- Dusty Cup match w- between uh, Dakota Kai and Raquel Gonzalez taking on Jesse Kamea and Aaliyah with Robert Stone. Robert Stone has not been on TV for like six months. This man she just reappears. Yeah. It's been a while. <laughs> but this is a decent match. Just um, Kamea really impressed me every time she's been on TV recently because she was somebody who's been there for a while, but she hadn't really done much. But her past few shows, she's really showed out. With. Shout out to her. Yeah, I didn't know she had been there that long. And she's been there for a while she had like the nerd gimmick for a while like if you remember like a long time ago she was just like a nerdy girl but she always said had had the same name but hmm. she's really showing out recently but of course raquel hits her finish the uh i don't think i don't know how why they don't have a name for that move yet it's like the choke slam power bomb thing
0: yeah that that's that's a great move i don't
1: know what you'd call it i don't either but hey it was cool and after that we got a the way promo where it was just kind of like a sitcom sketch it felt like yeah
0: definitely felt like
1: but it was, it was fine and then we got oh malcolm bivitts and tyler russ taking on red death david daniel garcia which i talked about earlier this man's a menace but he was not a menace here because he got his ass beat but it was cool he looked good here though still for like being a, yeah. an enhancement talent on the show they gave him a lot yeah they definitely did he he did the job buddy yeah he did but, but his was name was
0: dante rios on this
1: yeah that's that's not his name i'm calling daniel garcia that's his name oh okay red death daniel <laughs> garcia such a cool nickname
0: red Death, dope for sure
1: shout out to that band name band too red Death's a crazy band shout out oh, to yeah. were they from detroit I feel like they're from detroit could, I think be so. wrong. could be wrong on that totally they, it just sounds like it would be right
0: yeah
1: that band's great though but uh Tyler Russ one with a crazy looking submission i don't even know what to call it it was look like it hurts so bad Oh God! i don't know i don't even know what to call it
0: shoulders touch each other
1: yeah exactly it's It's called you here let me adjust your back real quick
0: (laughs) we're gonna fold you up like a pretzel
1: and then after the match they they took a selfie with daniel garcia's lifeless body which i thought was great
0: (laughs) i do i like that
1: malcolm Bivens, man i'm telling you this guy's money put him on just put him on tv every week and let him do his thing and (laughs) tyler tyler russ is great so this combo was perfect i think yep it's the, breath, the best. I'm glad it's him. He's with them and not Endoshear. no share No disrespect to them, but I I think it's just a better. Yeah, fit was, it was. It
0: didn't fit well.
1: But next we got a uh, the grizzled young veterans soon to be the Dusty Cup Tag Team Champion. Tag Team. Crisis. There it is.
0: You're too focused on holding on, hissing at the into the microphone.
1: It's uh, Liverpool's number one, Zach Gibson. <laughs> Zach Gibson rules. I, I, I'm going to say He's this every so week good. until he stops ruling. This dude is so sick. <laughs>
0: He's so good on the mic, dude.
1: And this match was awesome, man. Their take on Leon Ruff and Kushida, they put on a hell of a match, man. I thought this was this great. This is my favorite
0: match on, on NXT, for oh, sure.
1: By far. This was, I thought this was awesome. But the um, Young Richards ended up picking up the win with Ticket to Mayhem. And then after the match, uh, the way to attack Kushida and Leon, which I'm glad they waited until after the match because I'm i glad this match got to be just a f- great tag match without any yep. interference. And then a- a- as they're attacking Kushida and Leon, Loomis just arrives there, which, okay. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he just stares at them until they run away.
1: Yeah, basically. <laughs> and then we got a Kurt, Kurt Stein was jumped backstage, apparently. He was Legato del Fantasma. That's what he says. So they have an interview and. <laughs> William Real is furious. Oh, His man comes in. What the hell did you do? He's <laughs> This man is not having it. He said, oh, next week you're having this match. And if any shenanigans happen, they will be hell to pay. I love that. And then Santos Escobar finds yeah, it. Like, I'll oh.
0: suck my son on you.
1: <laughs> oh, yeah. That, that's kind of a good segment because they announced that this week they NXT UK signed William Real's son, whose name I don't remember right now, but Shots to that. That's crazy. I didn't know he had a son. Jim Regal. It's not, his last name is not Regal, like Ugh. his his working last name at least. What the fuck? Which is very surprising to me. I mean, maybe or maybe they listed his shoot name when they announced the signing. That could be. Oh, okay. That might have been what it was. I but it didn't say Regal, but it it did say that he was really Regal's son. So who knows? Have you
0: seen any of his matches or are you no?
1: I didn't even know he had a son until I saw he got <laughs> he saw, got, he, saw yeah, he got same, signed. Man. But that was cool. And then after that, we got a Tony Storm promo about EO Shirai. EO comes up and out and they brawl. And then as EO gets the upper hand, Mercedes, Mercedes comes in and attacks from behind, which I thought was perfect. These, these three are going to have a, a triple threat. It's going to be a banger, and I'm excited.
0: Yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> but they all go back and forth for a while. And then Tony Storm ends up standing tall with the belt, so she's not winning. That's just wrestling math. <laughs> That's
0: it. She's already, she,
1: she, she gave herself away. And then we got a Swerve from, well, this was cool. I'm glad they're letting Swerve uh, show some uh, character here, some, some of his uh, charisma, because this dude's great. He's got a, just that swagger about him. I've been saying that for a while, and I'm glad they're finally letting him do it. He says, uh, everybody's always pointing their fingers at me, but uh, look at me, or point your finger at me. How many fingers are pointing at you? I don't really, I don't really get it. I don't know I don't that. Ma- I don't know what that is. I guess meant. because
0: if I point at you, then these fingers are pointing back, but if they're rolled up enough, then they're pointing that way.
1: Hey man, shout out to Swerve! I'm not gonna try to what this. Match for me. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about there, bud. <laughs> <laughs> but then we got a s- Swerve match between him and Bronson Reed. I thought this was a banger of a match too, but uh, Bron Bronson ended up winning with the tsunami. They're they're really into Bronson Reed, man. They're they're like they really like this guy. He's been on yeah, a tear. How do
0: up. you uh jump off? How does that big boy jump off the top rope and not hurt whoever he's wrestling?
1: I've never understood that, like, the Vader doing a moonsault, like,
0: that's a... Right. My God.
1: Uh, it's scary, man. I, don't, I will not be... I don't know. <laughs> I don't get it.
0: You ain't working that.
1: that yeah, ex- exactly. You can't
0: work gravity.
1: That's a lot of weight. Big boy. But, uh, after speaking of a big boy, we got Timothy Thatcher talking to Tommaso Ciampa back here. They just they kind of say this is a tag team that was brought together out of respect. They, they went through hell together in the uh, fight pit, so now... It, that, that changes a the man, they say. So they they can they're coming together for a common goal here because mm. they, they got an opportunity, might as well seize, seize the opportunity they have been uh, presented with.
0: There you go. You think that they lose their tag match and then they do a round they do a third match between the two?
1: I don't know what else could they could do. They had the fight pit, like where can they go from there?
0: Right, that's true.
1: I don't know, but I just I hope they don't win. The, the classic that's just my my only thing
0: yeah i, I mean
1: i, I love both those it. guys but i just yeah. i i hope they go away from the the oh put together tag team after they feuded now they're gonna win the dusty cup like
0: yeah, yeah. that's true who would you
1: rather win no you do even gotta ask jyv grizzled young veterans yeah. sued be, yeah, I wouldn't be mad at that either. God, I be love one the, of those too. <laughs> I love the girls with young friends, man. They're so sick. But then we, <laughs> this main event, man, was also a really fun match. We got KOR, Kyle O'Reilly, and Finn Balor taking on the new kings of NXT. <laughs> and they need to start Vince Hunter, listen to this podcast and take that name. It's such a perfect name for them, right? True. It's so cool. Like, so where's Pat McAfee? He's just done. <laughs> Who knows, man? He brought these guys. Where? Oh my god, I forgot about this. When Ridge Han comes back, this will be the scariest group in the world.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah. When does that, he come back?
1: I don't know. He destroyed both his legs, remember? So he's probably gonna be gone for a while. Yeah.
0: yeah.
1: God, that was. I so don't know sl- if he'd be a part of this faction or not, but it'd be cool if he was. They should, because this dude, that dude was crazy. The, the little he did, he was out there. He almost murdered Johnny Gargano, and then he. Oh, god, yeah. <laughs> I about that. God. That dude do I don't know, but we'll talk about Rich Holland another day. Yeah, <laughs> when he comes back. But this match is really fun, man. Really fun match. This with these guys, four guys in the ring. There's no way it's not going to be. I, man, I'm waiting for the the Oney Lorcan singles push one day. I want him to get like the North American belt. That'd be so sick. Yeah, that'd be dope. I'm a big fan of uh, Biff Busick, Only Lorcan, whatever you want to call him. But there was a crazy part where well, if it was to finish the match, that Kyle O'Reilly catches Danny Burch in midair and puts him in a knee bar. I thought that was... Yeah, that was dope. was very... Because he jumped up to catch him, too, which was, like... I don't know how... Because, like, he got his legs around his legs in the midair before he hit the ground. It was insane. That's crazy. (laughs) Just Kyle O'Reilly, man. He's the guy. I've been saying it. He's the guy. But (laughs) after the match, the New Kings attack, Pete Dunne uh, snaps Finn Balor's fingers... And then uh, Roddy and Adam Cole hit the ring a little too late there, but but,
0: <laughs> damn,
1: they all stand tall. Broken, his fingers busted. Yeah, he he had a busted jaw and he's got bust, busted fingers. He can't catch a break. Damn. But the undisputed era stand tall after fending them off, and I don't know. It's kind of it's kind of cool to see Finn and Adam Cole stand tall together.
0: Yeah, that's kind of like it was like a, at the end, you know. Finn Balor, he was like, All right, you know,
1: respect. And then he just but kinda I thought he was, out. for
0: some reason part of me thought he was gonna turn.
1: They they did that already though. They did the Finn Balor's, Balor's debut when he came out and did the most beautiful Pele kick I've ever seen in my life. Dude, That's I true. was losing it when he did that. That was like one of the biggest pops I've had watching wrestling in a while because it was like one of the most insane looking things I've ever seen. Cause he was moving completely in the opposite direction and he just kicked his right the, the insane body control. Yeah, that was dope. It was so cool. Great moment. But speaking of great, man, that was NXT for this week. So let's talk about our match of the week, man. I I kind of hinted at it last week. We're going to FMW, man. I was not even born when this match happened. <laughs> <laughs> 1993. 1997. Oh, 97. I'm sorry. Yeah, The first one that we watched on here was 93. That's that's right. But this is uh, April 29th, 1997. Magumi Kudo taking on Shark Toshuya in a no-rope Barbed wire explode, or no rope exploding barbed wire match, and if you're not familiar with either of these two women, they're the uh, two Joshi wrestlers from back in the the uh, late '90s. This was actually supposed to be, this match was for Megumi Kudo's retirement. Oh wow! Okay, I, I didn't want to tell you that during the match because I <laughs> I didn't want to ruin anything. But damn. Man. This is, it, it, when you know that it kind of makes sense how because she got the hell beat out of her. Yeah, she did.
0: She she did uh I don't know. She was gonna say she did the job on the way out, but we'll get there. But yeah. um, yeah, she was taking the brunt of a lot of this match.
1: Yeah, if you're not familiar with uh, FMW, it's Frontier Martial Arts Wrestling, and man, ooh, just go if you like Deathmatch wrestling. If you like. Japanese wrestling. Just just go watch some of this stuff. This match is free yeah. on YouTube. Uh, it's just wild. This is man. Like
0: Deathmatch. Um, you know this is before Deathmatch was really is really death match like it is here. Yeah, this is the not getting a million light tubes. You know they're putting on exploding barbed wire ropes. It's like yeah, <laughs> and they're definitely taking the the brunt of the explosions too because you can see it on their outfits. That's like you Know smoldered and black, and oh, yeah, uh, yikes!
1: <laughs> yeah, man, this match is wild. Um, you know, I always let you take control for the uh matches of the week. What really stuck out to you here?
0: So, well, so let me set the stage. Kind of, there's two sides to this ring. So, if the camera's facing the ring, the side of the ring that's facing the camera has barbed wire and explosions rigged up, and then the, the back side is also rigged, but the other two sides are there's no ropes there's nothing there but then on the floor there's barbed wire on top of like what appears to be like plywood which is also rigged up to explode (laughs) (laughs) you gotta follow me here so they keep teasing it teasing it and then eventually i think it was kudo goes into the yeah kudo goes in first yep she takes the bump first and gets the explosion and she's wearing all white uh, outfit, and you could see, like, the black spots on her outfit where she got burned and shit, which is nuts. So then, Shark goes and she grabs uh, a miss. if you're familiar with Mr. Pogo, he used to have basically a sickle yep. that he would use to kind of cut you open. And that's what she did. She got this girl from... She damn near scalped her. Let's put yeah, it in brutal. So, she's, you know, gigging her, and she's starting to bleed, and then she starts choking her with the chain of the uh sickle. Um yeah, so there's a lot of that. Then Kudo eventually gets a hold of the sickle and she's try well oh, before that. Sorry. Let me back up.
1: You get a bit miss- you, miss- 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 you start. Murder.
0: <laughs> you try to stab her and, just- and she rolls out of the way so it gets stuck in the mat like so much crazy shit going on in this match. So much shit could have gone wrong. Yeah. And <laughs> so a couple more bumps happen, you know, uh Shark goes out goes out the ring and falls and hits the explosion there with the barbed wire. Yep. Comes back, she does the kudo, she takes the bump, kudo takes the bump
1: outside the ring. She take you you can't just leave out the fact of what kind of bump it is. She grabs her in a power bump and destroy, <laughs> throws her on her neck. It's Oh floor. yeah, yeah.
0: No, absolutely. No, I mean I, I was talking about like she took the bump onto the barbed wire outside the ring too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, you're right, and the ring does not have any give whatsoever. At all, it's just wood underneath a mat. Like there's no padding at all. But I'm trying to think of all this crazy shit that happened.
1: To
0: me. <laughs> so the not the finish, but close to the finish. So shark pulls out a lighter.
1: Yeah, she takes some gasoline, puts it in her mouth, grabs a lighter. And blows an insane fireball that catches Kudo's entire head on fire Damn near. Yes. And you can see the
0: smoke coming off her hair. And then from then on, you can see her hair is just like singed and like frizzed out. Like she took that fireball to the back of the head. So then eventually they're going back and forth fighting. And Kudo pushes Shark into the exploding ropes. Well, they both just go into the ropes. So then, after they bounce off the ropes, Kudo lands on top of Shark and ends up winning because gravity. Yeah, <laughs> gravity. And they both just taken took an explosion. So
1: it's such a cool finish, man. It's so perfect. It's, it's retirement on a good note. It's basically Shark clotheslines Kudo into it, and they both just fall forward out of it. That's right. It's so cool, man. I' so glad that we got to watch this. We a little. Fourth wall break and we watched it before we started recording the show through Zoom because I wanted to see his reactions to everything and <laughs> insanity, yeah. man.
0: And like we watched one of our first episodes, we watched Onida versus Funk back, like I said, back in ninety three. Yep. And that shit was insane too, because that was like just the whole thing is fucking nuts. Just watch both of these matches.
1: Absolutely. Just
0: or F- any F M W barbed wire exploding, death, no rope, whatever <laughs> match. Like it's
1: gonna be great. Yeah, just know what you're getting yourself into when you watch this, because it's it's brutal. Yeah, it's definitely brutal. <laughs> but yeah, man, that was that was the match of the week this week. And like I said, I'm gonna try to find a speedball Mike Bailey match for next week because I do rules, and I, I think you'll love them as like immediately after watching. But this, yeah, match okay. is, this match is available on YouTube. It's the video is an hour twenty five minutes long. The match is not that long. You just gotta find find where the match starts. It's has got like some interviews in the beginning and just kind of some backstory after it. So. Sift through it. You'll find the match. Magumi, Toyota. or Wow, well, I said Toyota. That's that's a whole different person. That's Magami <laughs> Toyota. Magumi Kudo taking on Shark Teshuya. But with that being said, uh, anything else for these people before we get out of here?
0: No, I got my taste back. I'm good to go. Yes, sir. You love open. to
1: see it. You love to <laughs> see it. Well, with that being said, before we get out of here, we got to plug our shit. <laughs> <laughs> I so. just shit in. So, where can they find you on social media?
0: I'm on Instagram X 219 and I'm on the Twitter at Fat X. Tony. What about you?
1: You can find me on the Twitter and Instagram at Burning You can find the show on Twitter at Go Home Pod, and we well, know on Twitter is at the Go Home Pod, mm-hmm. and, and on Instagram it's at Go Home Pod, and on mm-hmm. Facebook.com, backslash the Go Home Show. Shoot us an email at the Go Home Show Pod at gmail.com. You can uh, also go to Spotify, iTunes, Apple Podcasts. Make sure you leave a five star review. Share it around. Add it to your like. Follow it so you can so it shows up on your feed when we drop a new episode because they're coming every every week. Normally uh Tuesday mornings, Wednesday mornings, around that time. We're we're keeping it uh consistent around here, you know.
0: We'll get to it when we we'll get to it.
1: But <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, man, that's all I really got for the people. So if you don't have anything else, we can get out of here. Yes, sir. All right. Well, with that being said, hope everybody's being safe out there wearing a mask because COVID sucks. You don't want it. You got a firsthand account right here. Yes, sir. And yeah, just wear a mask. Be safe out there, especially Chicago is snowing like crazy out here.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. Same here. I was shoveling my ass off this weekend.
1: Yeah. But uh, yeah. Like that being said, happy Black History Month, Black Lives Matter. And it's time to go home.